Good evening, everyone. It is October 15th, 2020, and this is SideQuest Side Sesh. Up first, the big question on everybody's mind, camera two, Grant. The big question, camera two, Grant. The big question on everybody's mind. You told me specifically not to do close-ups in an earlier email. Yeah, and now in your opening shtick, you're like camera two. And now you are, you are on the full screen, Troy, because of your own fault, hoisted by your own petard. <laughs> Up first, the question on everybody's mind. What did you get for Amazon Prime Day? Joe? <laughs> well, Troy, I'm glad you asked. I got a two-suitcase Samsonite set that I will never use again. <laughs> Samsonite. That was the name. That was the name. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure that it went on sale because uh, no one is ever going to travel again. Uh, but I jumped on it, and then today... Samsonite is still like, in business? Samsonite? I'm joking. Dude, yes. not only, man. They're crushing it. Grand the industry Burgers. leader. And luggage. Burgers got one, right? Isn't your I'm, giant one a Samsonite? No, I'm sorry. It's uh, Costco brand Ricardo. Oh. The distinguished European traveler. He married into the Samsonite family. <laughs> Ricardo Samsonite. Anyway, I'm very excited for the, the first time we do a Glass Cannon Live that involves a flight. I'm very excited. Yeah, good for you. Matthew, I feel like you were a big uh, Amazon Prime Day guy. No, not really. N- nothing. Nothing. Not I'm like a, a video game system s- or something? No, I'm a simple man with simple taste, Troy. Yeah, all right. Like what? Like this delightful seltzer that I'm drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Made from tap water. <laughs> That's and right. Pandemic economics. <laughs> Grant, uh, did you get anything for Prime Day? Big electronics guy. Looks like you got a new camera or light there every week coming into your uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse of a bedroom. I got the unused uh, 5D Mark IV behind me. That's uh, that's the wife's camera. That's what we call it around the house, Angel's camera. Um, I uh, I got a, a couple of, like lame things, and at first I was bummed out because it was like all stuff I needed, like this, like this supplement, all the, all these like boring things that were like a dollar off. And then out of nowhere, the capitalist angels sang from heaven and gave me a half off Vitamix blender. Ooh, baby. <laughs> Ooh. Your wife gave you half off a blender. <laughs> yeah. There's more than Why one. Angel. She just let you use it day to day. That's a weird <laughs> nickname for her too. Capitalist, capitalist. angel. <laughs> <laughs> Who's gear poor in the burger yow house? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Sounds like it's uh, rant. <laughs> let's just also say uh part of our early pre-show talk was Matthew saying that he can't get past ten minutes of Crusader Kings without it crashing. <laughs> so I stand by my earlier comments about this man having an eight-year-old iMac that's that's running with duct tape and chewing gum. It's He's a nice been playing computer. the tutorial since Sunday. Yeah, I've been, I've been Crusader Kings. That uh, game is well known to be so, just so such a huge uh, pull on graphical cards. Yeah. I actually, it's actually, of 2020. I asked about this. It's not the graphics. It's the it's the hundreds of hundreds of thousands of computations that it has to run every time you make a choice. Which, right. So it's the like, process. Okay, I'll, I'll marry process. that person, and then my computer crashes. <laughs> stay single man just stay single hey, just listen to fate that's fate talking to you <laughs> you made the wrong choice uh skid big prime guy i feel like you like getting a lot of deliveries yeah uh i'm in i'm in tennessee right now visiting samantha my girlfriend i'm drinking a uh a clinch river tongue tie rye dry hopped amber ale delicious visited that brewery earlier today 
And I bought Samantha a knockoff gravity blanket on Ooh, her Prime Day. So hopefully that arrives soon. That's nice. You, you I got know a knockoff like, or you got the real thing? A knockoff. The, expensive, no, the real ones are very knockoff. expensive, but I got a, a knockoff. That is they work of, just uh, as well. I, I hope so. I hope gravity it works the same on all Affected by blankets. gravity in, in the same <laughs> manner as the, uh, as the, as the brand name. I know you're a big Prime guy because often at the office, back in our office days, we'd just get random packages for Skid like every other day. And you'd open up and be like, ah, there's that mug that I ordered. There's never <laughs> anything like, ah, this is what I need, a hard drive. It's always <laughs> like good. a, a well, pencil that's holder. When, <laughs> that's when people were stealing our packages every single time that would be dropped off. That everything we would get at our house would be stolen immediately. And that's, that's since stopped. But, uh, but yeah, that was, it was very, very helpful. I didn't even know it was Prime Day. My wife all day long is like, we got to get some stuff. And she made like 20 orders. I'm like, why don't you just make one order? Uh, and so now we're going to get a bunch of garbage every single day of the week. But it ships fast. I did order some uh, early Christmas presents yesterday, like yesterday night, and they came this morning, which is crazy. Did you have uh, your Christmas playlist playing as you were ordering your Christmas gifts? November 1st, Grant, 16 day, uh, 17 days away till we start cranking up the hits. Matthew, you shake your head all you want. Best decision I made <laughs> in my life. And I'm old. Good thing your wife doesn't listen to this show. She would agree. She would agree because she gets uh, to enjoy it as well. Speaking of shipping, I I just wanted to give a shout out to longtime friend of the show and uh, and supporter of ours, uh, Mick Servos. Who happy uh, birthday? Is it his birthday? Happy birthday! It is. (laughs) I'll say Mick. It's Mick Casimir's birthday. Oh, Mick Casimir's birthday. Yes, different Mick. Happy birthday, Mick. Yes, both West Coast based. Both good dudes. Um, but Mick, uh, sent us a package and I was just at the office, uh, on Monday and, uh, I get the package. I think it's the spirit of the package is really for skid. Um, but I'm, I took it to my house and I might, uh, just leave it here. Um, it is, is it? the it's probably full, alcohol. it is the full original, original set of white books of the original Oh. Dungeons and Dragons. Wow. Baby. Oh what? Are Rules you kidding me? for fantastic wow. medieval war game campaigns what? playable with paper and pencil and miniature figures, <gasps> Men and Magic, Volume 1. What? what? I've never owned one of those. That is incredible. Yeah. It is incredible, and he sent us the whole thing, dude. It is Volumes 1, 2, and 3, and then a Supplement wow. 1. Greyhawk. Oh, come <gasps> on. Oh, man. Look at the beholder. Look at the beholder, oh, dude. That's awesome. Look at oh, that. Oh, come on. How incredible is that, dude? Volume two, Monsters and Treasure. I mean, that's it's incredible. really, really incredible. Oh, so nice thank you, you so much, Mick. Fucking greasy, cheesy fingers on them. Will you uh, wear gloves when you play no. with those? <laughs> <laughs> I believe the copyright is 1974. It yeah, is 1974. 74. Yeah. Gary Gygax and Dave Arneson. Um, it's so awesome. I've just been reading book one, Men and Magic, just cover to cover. Um, it's just so awesome. It's yeah. really, really cool. So that's, thank you. That's, that's thank you, man. Nice. God, I that's... can't wait to look at those if I ever do. No, no, you, you won't. I mean, okay. if you come over someday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That'll happen. Uh, no, no, no. These need to get back to the office. They'll, they'll get in the office. I, I, trust me. Speaking of shipping, uh, yesterday we uh, put a bunch of brand spanking shiny new dice sets on the old glasscannonnetwork.com website, and a lot of them sold out really fast. We had three <laughs> new colors of sets, uh, purple, pink, and gray. Uh, man, they're all great. 
gray, can't go wrong, but the purple and pink, red hot. Um, and then we added uh, D20s. Um, obviously, we, had, we added a purple and a gray. We didn't do pink D20s. We already did those. But then more greens, more reds, uh, a couple other colors. So hit up glasscannonnetwork.com. Go to the store if you want to get some dice. Um, and uh, we will send those out to you. I think there's still a few sets left and some D20s. They went so fast, we were like, we got to order more because of the holidays. What a great uh, Christmas present, uh, an official Glass Cannon Network dice set uh, or, you know, five to ten D20s to stuff in a stocking. <laughs> I, I love <laughs> the purple one. The purple yeah. one is Purple just- one's hot. <sighs> you want to take a look at it? These are all sold. So if you, you're seeing this on air right now, Touch it. Don't, t- it I mean, is, don't touch it. It, it. This is someone's. This is someone's oh, who's no, going to get this in the mail. But look at this hotness. Oh, that is hot. So gorgeous. Whoa. Your fingers hot. don't actually touch the die. That's good. No, they're in the back. I didn't yeah. touch it. I didn't touch it, you jerks. The but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so for those of you that wanted purple or pink and find that they are sold out on the site, a reorder, supplemental order has already been, been put in because of how fast they went. So in a few weeks, we're getting a whole other shipment of purples and pinks. Uh, and a few others. So we'll keep you posted Ooh. on that. That should be late October, maybe early November. Thank you to Norse Foundry for the quick turnaround yeah. as we panicked. Like, whoa, had no idea purple and pink would be so hot. So hot. They're so Everyone hot. Everyone right wants now. to get their hands on those Johnny Halfling pinks. <laughs> <laughs> the JHPs. That's what we need to call them. <laughs> Uh, Johnny Halfling, obviously, uh, Skid's new character for Side Quest Side Sesh. Uh, maybe you've noticed I'm wearing another, uh, shirt featuring another one of Skid's characters. Mr. Nestor Coin! Oh, uh, hell yeah! Why am I wearing this shirt? Two reasons. One, go buy this shirt. It's an awesome shirt. It's very comfortable. And, uh, it's available in our other sh- uh, store that's our apparel store. Um, I, I don't know the, the link. It's not just like bibbidibop.com slash store. It's a lot more complicated, but, Go to our Instagram, uh, check out that store, get the Nestor shirt. But why am I wearing it? Because this Monday, October fucking something. I can't, I don't know what day of the week it is. 19th. 19th. Myself, Skid, Joe, Matthew, Grant. We're going back to the office for the first time as a fivesome. We've all been there individually, grabbing shit, running out, uh, setting up some stuff, uh, doing a little bit of work. We're all going back there to start recording Giant Slayer again. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? It crazy. sure is. It sure is. <laughs> <laughs> it actually is. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's it's just nuts. It's been so long, and uh, this is happening. We're going back next week. We're going to be there uh, recording pretty much the whole week in the week after, just uh, stockpiling some apps so that we can uh, bring that show back, along with Androids and Aliens, uh, in November. So I'm excited and terrified, because uh, uh, we couldn't have ended on a more like, what is going on moment? You know you're nearing the end of book five. You know that the final book in the story is right around the corner. This is going to be a crazy uh, finale. The road to the end uh, starts up again very soon. Uh, ba you know, one good thing that's, uh, if anything good has happened uh, during this pandemic and this uh, forced uh, sh- shuttering your windows and staying inside your house forced and never quarantine. leaving, forced quarantine without uh, feeling like you're going to catch something that might kill you, is we've been able to make some some really good friends, some new friends. Uh, 
some 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 new connections in the RPG world. And one such friend that we're really excited about is uh, Beetle and Grimms. Have you, do you guys know who Beetle and Grimms is? Go to uh, first of all, go to uh, beetleandgrimms.com. The stuff that they are putting out is awesome. The first time I heard about them, I saw an Instagram post by Paizo because they uh, are doing a joint venture together where they're making like handbooks of all the second edi- Pathfinder second edition classes. And that's the shit that I had when I was a kid playing D&D. Like I, I still have my cleric's handbook or the priest's handbook, the monk's handbook, and they're making those. They look amazing. So I had heard about them. Um, and then we got in contact with them because we were wheeling and dealing. We want to do some fun stuff with them because I'm kind of obsessed with everything that they put out. They're doing a lot. They do a lot of D&D stuff. They got Icewind Dale, uh, Curse of Strahd, Rhyme of the Frostmaiden. They put out these beautiful uh, luxury editions. But we were like, we want cool stuff like that as well. So we've been talking with them, making some new friends, and uh, they've got a really cool Kickstarter. That's uh, is it? Is it already launched, Joe, or is it launching right now? No, it doesn't launch for a few weeks. Few weeks, um, okay. Yeah, October twenty seventh, it launches. Uh, but it's the it's the Paizo based Kickstarter. It's the Kickstarter to you know gain interest in those class books. So if you want, uh, all I know for sure is that they're working on a, from talking to them, is that they're working on a cleric guide, a fighter guide, and a wizard guide. I don't know what else is out there, That's but it's like so great. the image, like the teaser image of the cleric guide is is just, uh, oh, what's her name? I forget her name. I'm blanking. Uh, out there with her, you know, scimitar, just like fighting evil in the depths of the tombs. Uh, but yeah, the, the old school, like really, really focused class guides, which... I just go to like fan sites for now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, right. It's like, I'd like to see a more professionally produced piece uh, to focus on those. So yeah, the Kickstarter starts October 27th and, you know, goes to the usual Kickstarter length, I guess. 30, yeah, just go 30-ish to days. beetleandgrims.com slash Pathfinder. It's pretty sweet. It looks like they have uh, character sheets that are for designed for the individual classes, which is something you did when you played. I mean, I played second edition. Skid, you played first right before you play mm-hmm. like more first than i ever played i think i only yeah. had a little bit of first and then second came out but like character sheets that are designed for a wizard designed for a cleric it looks really cool so um we'll we'll post some stuff on social media when this launches october 27th to november 30th so it's going to run a little over a month uh if that sounds like something you'd like to support definitely check them out we're really excited to be working with them Had yeah and then stay tuned for glass cannon slash beetle and grim stuff yeah. I'm, that's what oh, I'm yeah. We had some emails going back and forth with them today, and I'm so fired up! Uh, so, <laughs> collab? Collab? Yeah, collab, collab zone. Not It's to, exciting. Not going to say anything else, but... A lot uh, of people are excited. Some... Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. A lot of people are excited about the Travis Scott Times off-white new Nike Air Jordans, but... Whew, not me. stuff is out there. No, yeah, this stuff, good. the Beetle and Grimm's, it has some of the best production value of anything RPG-related I've ever seen. So I am so psyched. I'm so psyched to for all this. I'm very excited. That's very exciting. Yeah, likewise. RPG stuff needs to be sexier. So, uh, yes, agreed. Thank God they're in the community. Um, the last <laughs> note that I have here to go over before we jump into today's show, got a lot of, we've just been gabbing for 20 minutes. Uh, it just says, lucky break. Skid. Oh no! Do you want to oh, talk no. about this? Do you want to? There... Do you want to talk about this? Do you want to apologize to the <laughs> listeners? I've been what thinking happened? about it. I've been thinking about it. I've been Sounds pondering. Like an it. Unlucky break. Is there any higher calling? Is there any? Is there any nobler station? 
in, in, in all of history, in all of human endeavor, than the snitch. And someone would <laughs> just snitch somebody out for no good reason in front of the whole world. There's a, that is just the finest thing to which a man or woman can aspire. And I, for one, salute whoever it was. I have not committed their name to memory. It's, it was a lot of them. They were but somebody pointed out that, yes, the one of the spells Tweets. that I used, Lucky Break or one of them, I have two luck-based spells, one of them is third party. It's like so, and I can see where the objection would come from, because it was not game-breaking, it was thematic, and it was fun. <laughs> so I can see why you would absolutely want to eliminate it from the game and make sure that everyone knows so that it won't come back. So don't worry, sirs and madams, it will not be back. Allay your fears. Don't don't worry, don't worry, pretty little heads about it because it will not be back ever. So everybody, thank those people. Go back, look through the social media, find out who they are, and uh, give them a big old thumbs up and a thank you for if your old pal skit. <laughs> I appreciate the snitches. Uh, you're doing God's work. <laughs> the work snitches. of the gods, keeping Matthew honest since 2015. <laughs> <laughs> And then in parentheses, and now Skid. <laughs> now uh, featuring more Skid. Yeah, yeah, I oh, saw that. I was God. like, oh, this is going to be funny. This is going to be funny just to see Skid get I angry. I am pissed. I didn't know any of that was happening. I didn't see it. I missed it. That is devastating, because I loved that spell. <laughs> I cool loved spell. it. It was super this fun. thing about third party, though, you could just be like, here's a spell I made up. Let's use it. <laughs> Sorry. It's not how we do it. Yeah, that was your mistake. You picked a third party spell. You should have just made one up yourself. That was OP. And yeah, then when Troy's like, I can't I find it online, yeah. like, oh, it's new. <laughs> oh, and, I'm introducing my new spell, Fortunate Break. <laughs> Go on. A fortunate turn of events. <laughs> no connection. Um, uh, we've zipped hurt. and zopped and flipped and flopped for too long. We got to get into this adventure because uh, I, I I was telling uh, Grant and Skid before Matthew and Joe came up. I've been digging deeper into this, really studying it because it becomes uh, a little bit complicated. And uh, there's a lot. It's a different kind of prep this module than the other ones uh, in some ways. And it is a phenomenal phenomenal module and why i like it is there are similarities similarities to the other two that we've done feast of revenue and midnight mirror but so so different and so so different in the coolest way so i'm excited for it tonight's session in particular because i think this is the one that's going to be like ah now i see what uh, what's happening or do i um Last session, you guys were still investigating that collapsed building. The building that collapsed looked like something came up from underground uh, and just capsized it. And then the the local guards of of uh, I was going to say of Carpad of uh, Carrion Hill uh, came to investigate, and all seemed quiet. They walked into the ruined building, and then you the the the. Uh, onlookers, the bystanders, just heard screaming, saw people running out and being pulled back in by some invisible force, thrown up in the air and wrung out like a rag, smashed on the wall and pulled back in. There is some crazy creature or force or a number of enemies that are unseen and causing some sort of destruction. So you are tasked by the mayor, Mayor Hegri, to check this out um, because he's already lost uh, his captain, the guard. And some of his best men, uh, they're needed to do other things. He needs some heroes to go in there. So you go in there. You withstand the stink from the slime, this black slime that's covering anything. You find the body of the captain. 
you find uh, his best sergeants. You also find a staircase going down. So you go down, and as you go down, the architecture starts to change from that of just the the woodwork of upstairs to stone. And you get down there, and you find yourselves in an ancient crypt, a crypt that has some sort of uh, ties to Taldor and Aradin. What is going on? You continue exploring. You find a, a, a door that is barred on the other side. You're able to get through. You go into the next room, and you're attacked in the dark by these creatures that are from the Darklands themselves. They speak their own language. You'd kill two of them, and then the other one finally surrenders. Uh, you're able to comprehend his language, and he tells you, like, we were hired to just watch over this place while... These other guys did their thing, and they were doing some sort of crazy magic uh, down below, and we just got out of here. We heard some loud stuff happening, locked ourselves in here. We assume that all those guys that hired us were dead, but we were just staying here, protecting, doing our job just in case. Can I? You've killed my friends. Can I go? Can I go back to the Darklands? And you're like, all right, and you let that guy go. So then you keep exploring and you find a staircase going down and going down and down and down. It goes over 800 feet down below the surface. Uh, you know that Carrion Hill is built on top of uh, all the uh, the ancient, uh, you know, civilizations that came before Carrion Hill. Uh, there's just tombs and tunnels that have never been fully explored. No one knows how deep they even go. And it seems like you have tapped into one such uh, sort of endless uh, exploration. You get down there, and as you get down, the architecture keeps changing and changing and changing until it's even more ancient. And we finished last week with you guys uh, entering this enormous uh, cavern. Let me give you a little bit of the flavor text again, um, because it feels like forever since we last played. Men's Cavern. The floor is uneven. Uh, it's like loose stone. Like, you know, the stone that's kind of like up and we could trip you if you're not paying attention. Fungus everywhere. The ceiling is rising like a church cathedral, a hundred feet above your head. Glowing fungus is everywhere. Where everything else has been dark, the glow from this fungus that surrounds everything uh, provides the room with this uh, purple, blue, sickly light. We see toppled pillars, mounds of rubble to the west, uh, and then to the east, more fungus, bones, and rubble rising. There's hills and valleys of this rubble and fungus. In the middle, towards the back... Looks like some sort of uh, flat-topped altar stone with three really crazy-looking, ancient-looking trees surrounding it. You see a trickle of what appears to be sludge running thickly and slowly from a hollow under the altar stone to gather to the northwest in a swampy pool in the center of the room to the north. You see several cave passages branching off from the main cavern. It looks like they're all blocked by iron bars. Black slime, round footprints wind all around the room. And I also told you, you see at least two dead bodies. Let's go to the map here. You guys are way to the south where those pillars are. Uh, You just came down that staircase... But to the north, you see 
one body uh, sort of behind some rubble, face down at the edge of this swampy pool, and then you see another one up, like, lying near the altar. They've got to be dead. Uh, not only aren't they, are they not moving, even from this distance you can see that they are similarly mangled to the bodies that you found upstairs. What do you want to do? Those crazy trees just looming overhead. Let Sakari through. Let Sakari through. Let him look at the bodies. He's a medical professional. Let the man oh, sorry. through. <laughs> sorry, I'm not paying attention. Let him. <laughs> I'm having everyone. atmospheric audio issues. <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm not paying attention, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Johnny. I am having atmospheric audio issues. Oh. Uh, <laughs> trying to set the tone. You, oh. of all people, should understand. I, oh, I understand. If you have auditory problems, you come to me. But if you have medical problems, we come to you. And this looks like a medical thing happening. So there is. Where? And there. Uh, <laughs> uh, he will move. Oh, geez. He'll charge ahead. Uh, he no, he's like, going to carefully step into the cave and uh, roll perception first in the immediate area around him, uh, just uh, looking to you know for any signs of danger or anything yeah. immediate right in front of him. Eighteen perception. Eighteen perception. You just see uh, that black sludge, a trail of it, sort of all around the room, footprints, uh, but you don't see any immediate danger. And it was the same black sludge that was up in the house, right? Yeah, looks like it. Okay. Looks like it either came down the stairs that you just came down to here, or it went up the stairs. And you saw that sludge upstairs as well, so odds are that whatever it was may have come from down here, or returned here after it finished what it was doing upstairs. Can I do a detect okay. magic? Just I'm going to just do a you know, 60-foot cone, and then you'll kind of go around and around and around. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, 60 foot cone. Are you in the room or are you still on the stairs? Yeah, I'll come down. I'll step, I'll step in with. Okay. Uh, you are, you are detecting some auras of magic, uh, to the north, um, in the direction of the water, in the direction of the altar. Um, and, uh, yeah. Johnny. There's magic this way. Uh, all right, I, I will detect magic and hold it for multiple rounds uh, in a sixty-foot cone, uh, just to identify the exact it, it, how many auras, their relative okay. strength. Um, you're detecting an aura uh, in the pool. You're detecting an aura on the altar, uh, and you're detecting uh, auras on the bodies. Um, can I roll a spellcraft check to identify these schools of magic? Uh, sh- sure. Uh, 15. Okay. Um, there are various schools. You're seeing some abjuration. Uh, you're seeing um, some uh, evocation. Uh, uh Divination? Yeah. No. Yeah. Any uh, enchantment? 
No, uh, I don't think you're seeing any enchantment, no. Well, he doesn't think we are seeing any enchantment, <laughs> so... I beg to differ. Yeah, not, not the type of enchantment you're looking for, like you might see a, uh, the, the enchantment of a, a magical uh, weapon or magical armor, you know that? Mm-hmm. Uh, is that? Would that be considered an enchantment bonus? No, no sorry. No. Uh, I, I just mean, am I saying the name of the school wrong? Isn't an enchantment, like the, the school that deals with like compulsion effects and stuff, yeah. like mind-affecting effects? You yeah. don't see yeah. anything like that. Okay. I'm thinking um, of like enchanting a weapon. Right, yeah. That would be transmutation, usually. Uh, if it's just like a plus one weapon, it's transmutation. Is it really? Okay. Um, I believe. Uh, okay. Zakari will slowly uh, and patiently move forward. Uh, and do, from this distance, perception, do the bodies look obliterated? Do they do they look like space marines shot down in combat, like <laughs> we see on the map here? Uh, or or is it possible they're, like, slightly breathing and maybe alive, just injured? Uh, quick perception from a long distance. Natural 20. Okay. Ooh, 30. Um, 30 perception. All right, so even though you're a bit distance away, the that odd... Uh, purple-blue glow provides you with enough light for your expert eyes to hone in on them, and they've got to be dead. They are both, like, completely... uh, uh, They have no color to them whatsoever. Their bodies are twisted, uh, like the one guy upstairs looked like he was twisted like a rag. Um, But unlike the ones upstairs, and I could be wrong, I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure, these ones look like they're covered with incisions deep mm. incisions so even though you don't see uh, like any blood coming out you see lots of like open wounds on them but okay. they are uh, they look like they're bloodless like the ones upstairs but covered in open wounds circular and uh, slashing they appear to be dead I'm afraid we are too late but I will still examine them and see if I could find what has happened here and he will slowly move forward again, uh, making his way. Now, this rubble that's in front of me, is this easily crossed over? It's just difficult terrain, or is it like a wall that I have to walk around? Yeah, any space that has any chunk of rubble in it would be considered difficult terrain, but you can uh, climb over it. Uh, the altar uh, area is actually up on, like, a mound. You can't really see it from here, but imagine that that body is, like, 10 feet up. And you don't have to climb. It's just you're going up to get on top of it. Um, so as you I'll come move over... To her, sorry. Yeah, I was going to just say, as you come over, these trees are just so crazy, the way they wind up. You've never seen a tree quite like this. Like, they're reaching for the ceiling and never quite uh, getting there, and they twist out over you. And that glow from the fungus is just casting crazy shadows all on the floor uh, as you walk towards that first body in the water. Okay. Um, Zakari is looking warily at these trees. Like, they seem menacing to him. Um, you know, as if they could come alive and just like grab him or something, you know. Mm-hmm. So he's very nervous. Uh, he's going he's to move away from them and, and to the first body that is across the difficult terrain, get closer to it and do a more thorough examination of the incisions and stuff like that, just to see, you know, what is at the edge of the incisions? Are there are there burn marks? Is there a, a cauterizing effect? Is mm-hmm. there a, a residue, a powder? You know, anything like that? Okay, uh, roll a heel check. Uh, 25 heal. 
The first thing you notice um, as you get closer to this uh, figure who's dressed in a dark robe, you look up to the altar, the body up there has the same exact robe on. Um, This one looks to be a hunchback, uh, a hunchbacked uh, man. Uh, His face is floating down in a pool of sludge. You go to examine uh, these wounds, and they're just like completely open and you don't see any blood whatsoever not even a stain of blood coming out of it so they were probably made after uh, the death and after whatever uh, sucked the blood from it or removed its blood and the circular ones look like bite marks the (laughs) slash could be a slash from a weapon or possibly a claw Interesting. Uh, he relays this information. Uh, Vern will approach the other body. Okay. Um, I'm careful not to go in the water. Can I do? Can I stand in this square and not be in the water? Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, and you can even stand uh, in the square next to uh, the body, which is also on top of the mound. Uh, that tree is towering over you. Do you know what I mean? So there's no actual tree there. Alright, so I'll do I'll Just stand the, I'll imagine stand the, the, tree. the middle of it is the trunk on each one, so you can't stand where the trunk is, but the rest is three dimensionally up above you. Alright, so I, you but, come up towards the altar. Before I check the body, can I just do a perception check to see if anything's about to um you know ruin my day? <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh nineteen. Nineteen. Nope. Uh if feel... there's anything incorporeal in the room though. 21. 21 uh, for incorporeal. You slowly approach the body and the altar, kind of like listening around you, your eyes darting back and forth, looking for both corporeal and incorporeal uh, beings, and you feel pretty safe. Okay, now I will inspect the body. Now you will inspect the body. Uh, roll a heal check. Uh, 15. Okay, um... This one doesn't have the markings of the other one, uh, the the bite and the open slashing wound. Um, it's just slumped against the western side of this altar, uh, and again, twisted like someone was wringing out a rag, also bloodless, like completely pale. Um, you don't see, if someone was wrung out like this, there'd be blood spatters coming out of its mouth. Nothing. Uh, can I do my detect magic again to see if I can is- if the if I can isolate one of the sources of magic from over here? Sure. So you go to detect magic. The strongest aura of magic is coming from this open tome that lies on the altar right oh. behind him, and then you also detect some magic on his person. This ancient looks like a heavy, heavy tome just lying open on the altar, just above the body. I will peek up. Over the altar and <laughs> inspect the tome. Everybody roll a perception check. No. <clears throat> Ooh, natural 18. Ruffo got a 16. 26 for Vern. And 26 for Johnny Heflin. Zakari was too focused on this dead body. Got a 14. So no one got a. 27, as it were. No. If it's incorporeal or haunt, 
Then yes, I did. Then you got a 28. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you peek up over to look at this book. It's written it's in a script you don't understand. But at that moment, right on the other side of an altar, a face pops up <gasps> and goes to bite you. Oh, no. Roll for initiative. Oh, no. Oh, my God. What does a face look like? What does it look like? What does it look like? What does it look like? Show us the face. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. All right. Uh, talk to me about Anish. Ruffo Rumblebeard. Ruffo, we haven't heard from you tonight. Ruffo has a 20 because he is ready to rumble and make his enemies crumble. <laughs> <laughs> Vern. 20. 20 for Ooh. Vern. Ooh. Uh, Reflexes, Vern. Who's got the higher Anish bone? I've got a plus three. Ruffo? Plus four. Oh, you really made me wait for it. And Matthew. <laughs> really did. <laughs> Johnny. Uh, I had a fifth. Johnny is a 15. Johnny with a 15. Zakari. Six. Six. This is going to be very, very interesting. Um, oh. I don't like the word interesting. In, in that context. context. In that context. <laughs> uh, you know, I wish I had had this image uh, ready to go, but I'm going to throw it up right now so you can see kind of a uh, an artist's rendition of the situation here. It's uh, not exactly what's happening, but this is the creature that is coming ah. after you. Oh! Oh! Oh, no, thank you. <laughs> I can't help but notice that he, uh, the creature seems to be eating a limb. Uh, yeah, this one uh, is eating a limb, um, and uh, I believe this is a, a picture from the future, and that is your limb. Uh, it looks a little long for a goblin, but uh, yeah. use your imagination. Uh, you see this altar, uh, you know, that covered in fungus, that book oh, open. Cool. and the Skulls uh, all over the altar. You skull. didn't mention the dozens of skulls adorning the altar. <laughs> yeah, that That's on the other been. side. You couldn't see it. Uh, well, I did say there were bone, bones everywhere, but yeah, uh, as you were approaching, I didn't mention it again. Uh, but you see those cr- gnarly trees. The trees are much crazier looking than they are in this artist's rendition, but... Uh, yeah, cool ass creature, and oh man, when you wrote when you walked up there and you rolled your first perception, you didn't hear it creeping up right behind the altar to see what you were going to do. And as you peek up to look at it, it's like get away from my property. And now let's talk about the surprise round as it goes to bite you, <sighs> flat footed. This is actually going to be pretty, pretty bad. If anybody knows this module, it's not good. Uh, Where right. on the street is everyone knows this module. Yes, yeah, it's, uh, it's <laughs> that's what I keep bit. hearing. Against flat footed, that is going to be a sixteen. That is a miss. <gasps> oh, absolutely huge, huge, huge. Round one. It is the creature's turn. Oh, not that huge. (laughs) Well, when you see what it can do, you'll realize how huge it was that it's only getting one attack before Matthew and not two. Well, actually, it's getting three attacks right now. Uh, Let's start with the bite. Bite is going to be a 12. Brutal! Oh, that's the best one. Uh, All right, these are all against flat-footed, obviously. Uh, First claw 
is a 22. Yes. All right. A couple of things are going to happen. You're going to take seven points of damage, and I Ah. need you to roll. I need you to fix my mic, first of all, and then I need you to roll a save. I can do the save. I can't touch the mic. We're far away. Classic fort save. Uh, 19. 19. I think you're okay. Um, 19. Where is the DC of this save? It's definitely not 19, but I'm curious what it is. Okay. You are not paralyzed. Here comes the second claw. Back at it again, huh, Valley. 25 with the second claw. Six points of damage. Give me another fourth save. Oh, Nine. Oh, oh no. On. You paralyzed. Oh, oh, no. Oh, One of our highest man. initiatives. Oh, no. Uh, for five rounds, the max. Oh, no. The max. Oh, no. If you watched our Strange Aeons playthrough, this is all seeming a little weirdly familiar across the board. Bad start. Bad start. Uh, let's kick it on over to Rafo Rumblebeard. Rumble, this is what you see. Uh, peeks his head up. Something comes out. Uh, goes to bite him. He's able to move away at the last second. And then you just see a fury of bite claw claw. And now Vern is just immobile at the top of this mound of fungus and skulls. What do you do? Let me tell you something, brother. I am about up to here with ghouls and goblins and spooky ghosties like you talking about your property. You shouldn't be concerned about your property because right now your ass is mine. And as soon as I get my hands on you, I am going to knock you out. That is a promise and has mechanical consequences within this Pathfinder system. Uh... While uh, while you're making that speech, Matthew, take another 11 points of damage. Forgot to add sneak attack. Oh. <laughs> My bad. And did you get uh. hit by that first claw as well? Uh, yeah. You get okay. two claws. You, no, you missed your surprise round attack. Right. And you, and you missed your bite, but you got me with both claws. So take another 11 points of damage because both claws hit. You get sneak, at damage, uh, sneak attack damage for both. Uh, Wait, so 11 or 22? 22. Oh my god. Along Vern, with the damage Vern to is, uh, um, those claws. Vern's not looking great. Vern's oh. not looking great. That's insane. Uh, Rumblebeard. Why is it insane? You hit me with. You, hit me with <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you paralyzed me and did considerable damage. Yeah. No, it's just insane <laughs> that your brand new character is going to die. Uh, Rumblebeard, talk to me. Rumblebeard rumbles and stumbles and bumbles his way off of the difficult terrain. He has moved on the map, adjacent to Johnny, but just behind Vern, as far as his 30 feet will take him. And he enters a state of total defense, having his hot claws up in front of him. It's probably smart. This guy wants to spread the pain out. Going to boost in that AC uh, is only going to help. Total defense is a standard action, right? Correct. All right. Let's kick it over to Vern. 
And then let's kick it over to Johnny. Wait, I can uh, take mental action. Yeah, what mental action yes. would you like to take? Talk to me about what's going going on in your head. You just Purely. took twenty two points of sneak attack damage, and I think like another fourteen of bite damage, and you're paralyzed for five rounds. I'm sitting at nine hit points, but uh, for the record, but I would like to uh, I would like to roll some knowledge checks that uh, nobody else will get to benefit from. Okay, uh, you want to roll a knowledge religion? I would. Sure. Twenty. 20 on a knowledge relich. It's a good one. Uh, I can give you one bit of useful information. You know what? I'll give you one and a half or so. Uh, you're dealing with a ghoul. Uh, obviously, uh, this thing has paralysis. It can give you disease. Uh, this one looks to be particularly skilled at uh, capitalizing on... Uh, weaknesses of uh, players who are flat-footed. It's stealthy. It's got some rogue abilities. I can tell you that. And then the last bit of important information that I can give you that you can't already intuit yourself uh, is that it has uh, evasion. So if you do something that requires a reflex save uh, and he makes it, he won't take any damage. I try to telepathically transmit this information to the group. And hope that it works. <laughs> and some music kicks up out of nowhere uh, <laughs> as Johnny Halfling takes the stage. Johnny! He's warming up. He's warming up. So Johnny Halfling takes a five-foot step back. It's behind Rafo, behind that gigantic meat shield of a man. And you guys, you all hear this this music come from out of seemingly nowhere. Hey, everybody. All right. Let's up a little bit, Okay. When the ghoul bites with his teeth, dear, it might scare you just a bit. Fancy gloves, though. Where's old Johnny Havling? So he's gonna smack your face to shit. <laughs> All right, let's do this. <laughs> and everybody gets uh, inspired courage, plus one to all attacks and damage. <laughs> smack your face to shit. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, Amazing. God. Uh, and that's a standard yes action all right uh just just smashing i love that he incorporates his name in every song <laughs> oh, <Janet> Havley. <laughs> uh, he's, very, he's very good at self promo <laughs> i'm still laughing about his uh his ring, ring song, song. <laughs> for rafa rumblebeard mostly uh praises himself and Shailen. it's a ring song by johnny Halfling. <laughs> only tangentially mentions rafa uh let's finish off the round with zakar who rolled a six as opposed to the ghoul's 26. Yeah, that was no good. Um, Zakari is going to... He snaps his head around when he hears this violence happening and uh, he takes his attention away from the body and he can see what is happening to Vern and it is awful. Uh, and he freaks out. He's right, you must like, just know immediately. You know what ghouls do. These are basic creatures. Uh, mm-hmm. You see what's happening to him. You saw the damage he took. You're turning around and just seeing this thing unleash crazy power on him. So you know. Yeah, yeah, he knows. Uh, so uh, so Zakari is going to immediately turn and just reacting is going to go into his pouch quickly. And he's <laughs> rifles through and draws out a very important piece of paper, shakily opens it and begins a prayer 
to uh, Asokar and casts Remove Paralysis on Vern. Amazing. Does it give him a new save or automatically removes the paralysis? Automatically removes the paralysis. Wow. Is that range? Delicious. It is. It's within 30 feet, and I am exactly 30 feet away from him. Wow. Huge. Huge. Uh, that's that's really good, really good, Zakari. Thanks. Let's Joe. take it. To, let's take it to round that's two. That's my buddy Vern, man. And then the the scroll is just like all these like these crazy divine writings and symbols, and then it vanishes and just and the parchment just disappears into thin air. Uh, it is the creature's <laughs> turn. The creature is going to five foot step next to Rafo and Vern. First, it's going to start with a bite. On Vern. See if it can take Vern out of the combat. Maybe paralyze again. Maybe give Vern a disease. We'll see. You're not flat footed anymore, even though you technically haven't acted bad. <laughs> I did I did act. I took a mental action. Took a mental yeah. action, that's right. Uh, so sadly no sneak attack damage. Isn't that the worst for a rogue when it's like, well, now I'll just wait around while the rest of my party does all Tell the Tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think you can rest comfortably with what the damage you did to me was it was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, I feel, I feel good about it. Well, he's flanking with a dead body. Can I say it's his friend, an ally? Uh, here we go. Do you normally try to eat your friends and allies? Because that's what he was doing. Uh, well, he is a ghoul. Uh, 20 to hit. <laughs> In his defense, Miss. he is a ghoul. Miss, Miss. with a 20. Nice. That's my buddy Vern. He's like, Vern, get out of the way. Uh, all right. Claw on Rafa. Uh, 23. Miss, brother. Oh! He's got that <laughs> total defense. So how does it... Right, claws coming defense. in. How do you... Do you block claws it? Claws coming it def- in. He swipes it to the side and then just a sheet of baby oil flies <laughs> off of his bicep. <laughs> <laughs> this one's slippery! Second claw. Misses with a 13. It totally... <laughs> Loses its round. <laughs> huge, huge, huge. Especially where every attack can do paralysis. Uh, it is Rafo's turn. Rafo, what you gonna do, brother? I don't know where you receive your degree, but it's about time to take you to the school of hard knocks, crack. And he m- takes a move action to enact martial f- flexibility to grant himself improved trip. Ooh, said, sweet. Now, martial flexibility, does it allow you to have any feet? Any feet that you are qualified to take. So I that can't take, like... That, to me, like, is, like... Do you have, like, a crib sheet of, like, feats you like? Because I've played that before, and I'm like, what am I going to do? I gotta, it's, it's a million feats! I, I do, and I... Um, there are certain things I can't take. Like, I can't take Vital Strike right now, which would sure, be huge, because sure, sure, sure. it's a plus six. They're, like, those are... I have, like, a list of all the feats I love, and then I look through, and I'm like, I don't qualify for that. Oh, yeah, that one's third party. I would never dare do that. Because, um, <laughs> you know, I'm a good player. idiot. What kind of buffoon would bring a third party (laughs) element to the table? It is fun, though, because you can have, like, your go-to, but, like, if you were in a situation that you totally weren't expecting, while somebody else's turn, you'd be like, is there anything I can do here to help in this situation? So it is a a cool little uh, thing that you can do. Uh, So you're going to try and do an improved trip. I'm not going to try to do an improved trip, brother. I'm getting that ready for next round. This round, I didn't forget what I said when I moved over here. I told you I was going to knock you out. So Rafo <laughs> swings with a haymaker with all of his might. Natural 20. Natural oh, 20. <laughs> you are going to knock him out. 
Uh, roll to confirm. I don't think that's going to confirm. That's a 14. You bastard. Oh. Uh, no, that does not confirm. Uh, however, I'll give you exploding dice. Okay. Explode them. Uh, no, eight, 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 exploding dice. Oh, nice. Awesome. Before you even roll it, I'm like, he's going to roll it, even if he doesn't. <laughs> so start off, brother, by taking 22 points of damage from these fists of fury. Oh, my wow. God. Don't, don't you double that strength bonus. I have not doubled the strength uh, bonus, brother. A lot of people have accused Rafo of taking performance-enhancing drugs in the past, and those people try to drag my name through the mud, brother. It's not true, but I see some mushrooms in this cavern, and Rafo has been known to taste the rainbow. Oh my. <laughs> I borrowed these glasses from V. Stiviano, the former girlfriend of now disgraced former NBA owner Donald Sterling. <laughs> Borrow these from my valet, the capitalist. Uh, you think it's you think it's so much fun trying to put my friend Vern here through fortitude saves? Well, brother. Time to make uh, give me a, give you a taste of your own medicine. You give me a fortitude save and tell me what you get. Ooh. Oh my god! Okay, uh, is this like stunning fists? Oh, that's not good. That's an eleven. Ooh. That is a fail, brother. You are now immediately unconscious for one d six rounds. Unconscious? I told wow. you I was going to knock you out, brother. Did I not? You've got to be kidding me. It's the end of the you combat. You are now unconscious for five rounds. Yeah, that's it. Hey, oh. Wow. Brings it to the pain town. What is this ability? You've got to be kidding me. That's insane. It's the end of the combat. I only get to use it once a day. It's called Knockout Once a Day DC 16 EX Ability. Wow. Oh my fucking And I'll read the rest of it for you because it's fun because we haven't seen it on the show. At Please. fourth level, one, once per day, a brawler can unleash a devastating attack that can instantly knock a target unconscious. She must announce this intent before making her attack roll, something I did it twice. Did. Yeah, yeah. If the brawler hits the, and the target takes damage from the blow, the target must succeed at a fortitude saving throw, DC 10 plus half the brawler's lever, plus the higher of the brawler's strength or dexterity modifier, bringing that to a DC 16 or fall unconscious for 1d6 rounds. Each round on its turn, the unconscious target may attempt a new saving throw to end the effect as a full round action that does not provoke attacks of opportunity. This does not work against creatures immune to critical hits. Um, and yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Or it's undead. Yes. Right? So it's isn't it immune to things with a fortitude save? It is. Uh, yeah, unless they I, also affect objects. I believe, um, but it is, it says here that creatures immune to critical hits or non-lethal damage are immune to this ability, and this is immune to non-lethal damage. Oh, oh no. What so, a bummer so you had it. It was so good. Uh, he swings uh, back and forth, you know, and it looks like he's going to knock out, but I mean, the, he, he's just teasing Rafo. He, he's making Rafo feel like a big guy. But you still take 22 points of damage. Hey, 22 points attack. of damage is no joke. But I, th- I thought we were moving on to the next part of the adventure. That is insane. Wow. That is insane. What a great, great ability. Imagine just the boss. Yeah. Now, yeah. obviously, it's, a, it's, it's, a it's tempered it's, by getting that new save every round, but... 
That's fucking it's, cool. It's, it's fun to have a save or, or suck ability for a, a fighter class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe no, would disagree. I, I, I but like I, I agree Strongly with you. disagree. Uh, <laughs> let me explain what would have happened if I was playing that exact same character, Grant. <laughs> Troy would be like, Natty 19. I mean, you know, guaranteed. Everybody would be like, yeah, Billy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, look, you've been here. shut off. The producer shut, oh, no. shut you off. <laughs> that is what would have happened if, if you had had that ability. You yep. would have... Exactly what you said, and then your camera would cut out. Yeah, you've been too negative. We had to shut you out. Uh, Oh, there he is. Uh, All right. Hell of a round, Rafo. Across the board, I I have a feeling we're going to see Grant play a brawler uh, much more often in the future. But now it is Vern's turn. Vern, your paralysis has been magically removed by your buddy Zakari. Has this happened to you before? You guys have been uh, adventuring together for a while. Clearly it has. (laughs) <laughs> he knows. He's like, he's paralyzed. I can tell from his back. <laughs> well, Vern, I'll tell you what Vern does. Vern just sort of goes with his gut, and he just gets into trouble before Zakari even knows he's in there. It's like, why did you walk to the altar and look at the book before I, I finished over here? And so there's been quite a few times when Zakari's like, ah! like stumbling to catch up to uh, Vern's instincts. Well, only one of us has, been, uh, has faced an assassination attempt. So... That's true. That's true. Uh, okay. Do the math. Vern, what do you want to do? Vern's going to take a five-foot step. Okay. Um, and then I would like to channel positive energy. Ooh. Oh, okay. To heal your friends um, or harm the creature? Harm the creature. Okay. Hold on. I got to make sure I can do this. Or can no less does. Why wouldn't you be able to? It might be, my, it might be a thing in my archetype. I feel like I read... Oh yeah! Sometimes those archetypes allow you to heal, but not harm to be used for harm undead. Right, yours can only be used to cook sausage. (laughs) Yes, you know what? That wouldn't be all that bad. You can channel positive energy, but only to cook sausage. You can only cook sausage. It's a weird archetype. No, no, I I I just can only choose to channel positive energy. I can't channel Uh, negative energy in character creation. So, So, will save. Uh, Indeed. All right. Got that little channel resistance bone yep. coming little at you. channel resist bone. Bone. 22, brah. All right, so you save. So for half damage. Give me that half dam. Uh, you take five points of damage. I love undead. You know, we went through a long time in Giant Slayer before you really fought some undead. And I'm glad to have them back in our lives. Uh, there's plenty of them in Strange Aeons. Good round, Vern. Five foot step. Channel some paws. Do a little damn. Make, Make a little tonight. noise. Johnny Halfling, everybody. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Johnny uh, continues to sing. Uh, you know, it goes on like that. And he is also going to channel offensively. So please Ooh. give me a fortitude save. <laughs> that this is, is amazing. Offensive maneuver, sir. <laughs> Uh, ooh, this, uh, I think you might have got me. That is a 15. Oh, that just makes it. Uh, so oh. uh, one point of damage. Enjoy. <laughs> oh, cheapers. Uh, one point of damage. I thought about this during the prep. I'm like, they can all channel positive to yeah. <laughs> do damage. Uh, all right. Uh, very cool. Johnny is uh, still singing, still inspiring. Um, and now it is Zakari's turn. Mm, Zakari is nervous about getting too close to this thing, and uh, you know, Rafa's, Rafa's the meat who's supposed to be uh, taking care of this shit for us. And when he almost knocked him out, uh, he thought he thought that uh, he had chosen well. 
But now, yeah, my problem is I just don't want to get too close to this dude. Yeah, I don't blame um, you. Let's see, because I'm the only one that can get people out of it. So, um, is remove paralysis a spell of yours, or is it a, you have a bunch of scrolls? Well, it was a scroll that I had. Um, but uh, there are other options. So we have other uh, options. Yeah. Um, so I am going to. I'm going to delay. Delay. Okay. Classic Zakari move. Uh, let's go to the top of the next round. It is the ghoul's turn. The ghoul is like shaking off that punch by Rafo. He felt like he was going to feel a little faint. Then he remembered he has undead traits. Um, he is going to try and unleash a full attack on Rafo. Let's see what happens. One's got to hit. And then he's got to fail his fort save. Here we go. Ooh, coming out hot with a 25. No. Oh, no. Oh, you got me, brother. And this is the good one, because the bite does paralysis and disease. Let's talk damage. Eight points of damage. Give me fort save number one. That's fort save number one. <laughs> the first fortitude save calculates out to a 20, brother. Oh, yes. You are yes. not paralyzed. Yes. Now, no cool fever today for now, my buddies. Let's take it all the way to Fort Save number two. <laughs> Grant is heating up the charts this week with two Fort Saves. <laughs> Grant, you got to roll another Fortitude Save. You're being I'm weird. sorry, brother. I was too busy styling and profiling on these ghouls. <laughs> just being weird. <laughs> Another 20, brother. That's two oh, You're just doing this like Greco-Roman wrestler prep. I'm doing I'm doing like when you select a character in Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter and they just wait right. for the second character, you're just like... Fight! Uh, all right, here comes the claw! Oop, out of the box. Miss. 27 with oh, the first claw! I max. think he's cooking his die, brothers. Damage. Max damage. Nine points of damage. Give me another fort save. Natural 20, brother. Oh. <laughs> Dude, this oh. is like... Yeah, this is just the, the thriller in Manila right here, these two. <laughs> who's, uh, who's I'm going to give you a little spoiler alert, brothers. He's George Foreman. I'm Muhammad Ali. Uh, <laughs> so you looking like I'm really hurting you, but I'm really not. Uh, and then a Ouch. miss with a 13 on the last attack. So yet again, nobody else is paralyzed. Uh, and no diseases have been contracted. Let's go right back to Rafa. These guys are just duking it out at the top of the hill. They're at the top of the steel cage. <laughs> <laughs> By God, that man has a family. By um, God. Uh, Rafa is going to unleash a bit of brawler's flurry on you, brother. Brawler's, brawler's flurry? Sorry, I've been drinking. <laughs> uh, sorry. Actually, Zakari is going to go before Rafa. Um, really, brother, and he's just going to move tactically what? into position because of all this difficult terrain that he's behind. So he's just going to get himself uh, closer uh, in case he's needed later. So okay. he's going to—that's his round. Just a move action, or did you double move? Um, wait, let me see. Uh, yeah, I had to double move to get out of the difficult terrain. There's just okay. so much of it, and uh, I only have a twenty foot feet speed. So I'm just going to get out of there. I just wanted to put myself between the creature and Rafo in turn order. Okay. Uh, now it is Rafa's turn. 
Uh, Rafo unleashes a fist to his face. Shoot right at the box. Rafo doesn't know his own strength. <laughs> uh, an 18 to hit. 18 misses this oh, dude. No. Just glancing blow off of oh. the uh, chest of this horrible ghoul. Blood dripping from his mouth. Actually, no blood dripping from his mouth. Well, it's time to show you the second <laughs> half of this brawler's flurry with a trip attack. Okay. Is that a Get plus it. 13? Well, that's seven great. on the die. 20 total. 20 total against CM Dizzle? Correct. That is a miss. Oh, no. no. It's a bad roll. Seven? It's a bad roll. Uh, it's tough. Okay. But, right, you know, enough. with improved trip, doesn't provoke, which is nice. So even if you miss the attack, you still get the free trip attack? Yeah. Oh, that's no, good. They're two separate attacks. You're considered, you have improved two weapon fighting as a brawler at this level, basically. And when you do brawler's oh. flurry, it's counted. I could actually just, I believe I could uh, attack you twice with it, but. Um, oh, uh, that's interesting. Doing a maneuver. This is uh, where that monk stuff is coming into play. Right. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, cool class we don't see a lot of on the network. Uh, let's kick it over to Vern. Vern still hurting, but channeling like a boss. Uh, yeah, but Vern's going to do something different here. Uh, he's going to cast a different spell. Spicy! A little spell called Searing Light. <laughs> oh, good spell. Oh, man. You so, want to get a nice sear okay. on the ghoul before so we get a nice sear. I got to succeed at a ranged touch attack. A little range a minus, minus four. four. Minus four. Take a little minus four to that ranged Natural touch. 18. Oh, Ooh. nice. Beautiful. Oh. So that is a 23, including the minus four. Wow. Not bad. What? What is your ranged bonus? Uh, a plus. Oh, plus eight. So actually, it's a 22. Amazing! Uh, yeah. That is a hit. I'm, I'm highly dexterous. I'm a little you are evidently so. Uh, what kind of save do I have to roll here to try and avoid some of this damage? <laughs> save? What are you what talking about? Save? save. You Come on, give me a save. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I, per the rules of the game, I cannot offer you a save. Matthew, I'm sorry. How long we've we been friends? You can't give me give me an old friend a save for the holidays. Nope. I can't give you a save, but what I can give you, because this guy is undead, I can I can up my damage dice from a D6 to a D8. Oh, oh yes. Dude. God. Get ready to be a pile of desiccated flesh dust. Who used to you burn searing light all the time? Was it a Jade Regent thing? I used it in Jade a lot. Yeah, I used it in Jade. Classic. That's a tw- that's 21 points of damage oh. from this. The light sears his skin. Oh, my God. Phenomenal. Oh, 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 my God. Uh, he is still standing, but he is fucked up. Oh. Uh, good round for Vern. Vern, do you want to move at all? Take a dip yes. in the pool? Vern will, uh, will slide ten feet to his right to kind of give, give himself a little more distance between him and the creature. Ladies and gentlemen, coming next to the initiative order, Mr. Johnny Halfling. Okay. Johnny Halfling's song continues. Hey, everybody. Thanks for coming up. When the ghoul strikes With his claws dear You might guess that We're all fucked Fancy gloves though Where's old Johnny Havlick? So he's gonna give you Give you a bit of luck He's gonna touch Raffo And give him, grant him a bit of luck Oh Ooh, my god. The next classic. round, all your D20s roll twice and take the better of the two results. <laughs> all of my D20s? Yes. 
Oh, oh my God! <laughs> this oh, Shades of uh, Desna for this exact uh, worshiper of Shailen. Um, wow, that is fucking cool. <laughs> God, this is so much fun. Uh, <laughs> all right, top of the round. It is the ghoul's turn. Mm, 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 mm. That searing light really was not cool. Uh, I wonder if I missed anything. Uh, no, I can't. Wow, that just really messed him up. <sighs> okay. Um, the ghoul is going to... I'm going to try and attack Rafo here. I really need to get through. Miss on the bite. Nice. Nice. Huge. Miss on the claw. Yes, Rafo Rumblebeard. And then a 27 with the final claw. No, no, no. All right, this yeah, is no, huge. No, no. Uh, only Good. four points of damage. Give me that fort save. Oh, this would be so clutch. Crack die. I bet. <sighs> 18 on the scene. Son of a bitch. Uh, yeah, that's no good. So uh, he will finish that and then take a five foot step diagonally back away from Rafo. Um, just going back towards these trees uh, hanging overhead. Rough round. Really needed a paralyze there. I can't believe only one of you has been paralyzed. It's low DC, but you'd think uh, shit would hit the fan one of these times. Uh, it is Zakari's turn. You got this guy. On the ropes. Yeah, uh, Zakari is going to step up um, behind Rafo. And uh, similar to Johnny Halfling, but with a slightly different style, uh, he's going to reach out and just touch Rafo and just say, finish him off for us and grant you a touch of good. So roll oh. twice and add plus two to all of your to hits. Oh, for the next wonderful. round. Oh, or maybe so it's just got, one to hit, but... Bit of luck. Oh, 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 that. Sacred. 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 Excellent. So that will stack so with the song. So it stacks with the song. Wow. Um, so it's, yeah, it's, just, it's, it's all your rolls for one round. Oh, so all your attacks, skill God. checks, saving throws, all plus two. I wanted to come up and give it to you before, but... Uh, for the saving throws, but I couldn't risk this thing paralyzing me. <laughs> so, but I thought about myself, and I decided. <laughs> well, no. I also would absolutely fail the fortitude save, the first one. So, uh, huge, Rafo, it is your turn, and uh, various gods are shining upon you. What do you do? You are all jacked up. <laughs> Let me tell you something, brother. I haven't felt this good since we wrapped set in Miami, Florida in 1983. And I picked up a little package from a cigarette boat off the docks of Miami, Florida. And it was filled with big white powder. <laughs> Rafa has clearly lost his mind. Uh, <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I've heard of other men that may have needed two men to have a power trip. You only need one with Rafa. <laughs> Rafa five foot steps in, stalks his prey, and he unleashes another brawler's flurry. But this time he has no intentions of tripping this man. Oh, no, no, no. He has intent of ending his sad little life. First attack. <laughs> It's going to be a 24 to hit. Yeah. That is a hit. Did you roll twice? 
I, yeah, oh, yeah, I should try to get a crit. Oh, a crit. 19, not a crit. Oh. Closer to a crit. Not a crit. Uh, 17 points of damage on the first strike. Bah. 17 points of damage. Uh, See you. I think if you hit him on this next one, you might be able to kill him. Come on. 17 on the first roll. Nine on the second roll. Okay. Automatic hit. Another maximum 17 points of damage. Kaka! Boom! The first one, the, the ghoul is like, and then as he's going that way, you just crush him with the left hand, and he, and he crumbles to the floor yeah. into a pile of dust. Yeah. Yes. Someone play my ring entrance music. <laughs> it's a ring song for Bad Johnny Halfling. Yes, yes, yes. And old Shaylin, yes, yes. she likes this song too. Yeah. The winner and still alive. Rumble <laughs> Still alive. <laughs> oh, amazing. Uh, Awesome, awesome, uh, awesome combat. Good way to way to help each other out there. I was interested to see how three clerics uh, would work together um, when you got a lot of the same stuff. But it seems like your archetypes and your mix of classes have given uh, enough diversity to create an interesting scene. I'll be interested to see if there's going to be a combat that really stymies you because it's like this works, this works, this works until it doesn't. We shall see. I think if we got uh, swarmed, I think if there was like a yeah. bunch of enemies, then we'd be in more a lot yeah. more trouble. But if, if if there's one guy that we're facing down against, like we are, we have a huge advantage there. Huge, especially if they're undead. And especially that. Uh, uh, all right, this guy crumbles, like I said, into uh, dust, and now there are essentially three dead people in the room: a dead ghoul, or what remains of him, and these two other bodies in this strange room. Now that you're deeper into the cavern here, um, you're able to see a little bit more. Um, You see up here to the northeast, there is a a tunnel that has some bars that look like they used to be barring it, but they've been bent and broken open. Uh, Similarly to the northwest, you see another tunnel uh, leading out. Uh, However, the bars in front of it are still intact. Uh, The same with a tunnel leading out uh, to the west. Um, And then uh, to the southeast, you see a tunnel that, uh, from Zakari's standpoint... uh, Unlike the other tunnels that look like they just continue on as tunnels, this one uh, looks like it opens up into a chamber, uh, the one here to the southeast. A lot of stuff going on here. Um, Is anybody else hurt besides me? I think just you. And Rafa. Um, 21 points down, brother. Yeah, I'm down quite a bit. So here, I'll, I'll burn a channel. And everyone, the, roll a, everyone roll a will save. Everyone roll a will save. <laughs> everyone, sausage is cooked. Okay, so that's <laughs> that's gonna be twelve points from that channel. Okay, I'll I'll channel two. Oh. Uh, seven, seven more points. Feel great. Uh, all right, let's stop there, and then Zakari will get out his wand of cure light wounds uh, to top you off, Vern. Yeah, I could use like, I'm down, I'm down sixteen. Down 16. Okay. So two. Shocker. Uh, then seven. And then another two. 
Awesome. Nice. <laughs> Give me one and then another seven. So that's two exactly D6? 16. So four charges to get you back up. Oh, uh, charges. I thought you were channeling. Um, you know, I actually, you, you mentioned a will save, Troy. In my game of Rise of the Rune Lords with Skid, I played a superstitious barbarian. And mm-hmm. every time someone tried to heal me, I, I had to fail the will save. It was awful. Yeah. In some yeah, ways. It, it, was very- it was tough. It was tough. It's like playing a, um, what's the vampire? Uh, Downfear. Down, like they Down can't fear. be healed uh, by mm-hmm. channeling, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, can we go investigate this book now without yeah, being dude. attacked by an undead? Yeah, dude. Uh, can you say it in character? Yeah. How do you? How does your character say that? Sorry. <laughs> There's a cool book. <laughs> Let's go look Show at it me. together. Show like me. best friends. Zakari moves over, dead serious, frightened of this novel or book, uh, tome, novel. And what, uh, yeah, <laughs> novel. Frightened of this novel. How many stars did it bad. get on Goodreads? Uh, and he wants to know, uh, you know, if it's some sort of cultish thing. He's very wary of it, um, but he will approach with caution. Uh, and man, I'll tell you one thing that I really dig about paladins is detecting evil at will. Just mm-hmm. like that. It's nice to have. Uh, so yeah, I will come over with Vern and we'll examine the book. Okay. Uh, talk to me about what you're doing. Um, peeking around. I look at it with my eyes with okay. and, att- and attempt to, in- to as- assemble the spots of ink on the page into <laughs> letters in my brain <laughs> that is language. <laughs> <laughs> that I know. So you're just yeah. trying to read this first page that's up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Out of control. Out of control lately, this guy. Dude, that sort of behavior needs to immediately have a a fire trap. Like, <laughs> repercussions. You need to be repercussions. In-game repercussions. Yes. For that kind of tood. Yeah. Um, he'll get his. Uh, <laughs> sure. You see... Uh, on the sides of this tome, I mean, it's got to be 500 pages, uh, if not more. Uh, it looks like it weighs a ton. might weigh 5, 10, 20 pounds. Can't tell. There are these, like, <laughs> rocks. There's such an enormous difference between those. Whatever. <laughs> you lift it up. Well, you just, you know it has some heft to it. Because uh, I do this all the time when I GM. You're- like, it'll tell me exactly what, like, something weighs. Or it'll tell me, like, exactly what something is appraised for. But you guys will yeah. fail the appraise or get close. And I'll be like, uh, it could be 500 or 1,000 or 2,200 gold. You don't know. And it's 2,200 gold. Uh, <laughs> I'll just throw out And you also, numbers. by the way, hate appraise checks. Hey, yep. it's such a weird dichotomy. I'm You'd getting rid of you a praise just, just, You know what? In my game, I just read what it's worth because I hate a praise checks. Yeah. <laughs> Praises. That's one of those skills that uh, I'm getting rid of. Uh, praise and sense motive. You're out of here, sense motive. I never liked you. Uh, <laughs> I don't like giving my secrets away of my NPCs. <laughs> it has these clasps on the front and back cover you can see that look like they might... Uh, like interlock to lock the book if it was closed um just looking at the open pages it is in a language that i assume none of you speak um so you, you it know? is indecipherable uh go through your languages 
Hey, uh, old Johnny Halfling still uh, has some time left on his Comprehend Languages spell that he cast upstairs, if you know what I'm saying. So, maybe I could try. <laughs> All right, so with Comprehend Languages... Yeah, that's hours, isn't it? It's Yeah, it's ten minutes per level, so... Oh, ten minutes, okay. Yeah. Okay, and uh, does it just allow you to straight up uh, read something that's in another language that's yes. strange to you? Yep. Okay. Um, Except for idiomatic phrases that are tied to the culture, I believe. Okay. Uh, it's written in Aklo. Ah, what? Interesting. Oh. I love having characters with Aklo, and wow. I, I never had one that actually mattered. God damn it. Um, you're looking at the parchment, and everything on this first page is like uh, relatively indecipherable. Um, it doesn't make any sense, but there is hundreds of pages. Um, it's going whatever is in this book is going to take some time to decipher. Is that something you want to dig into now? Is it something you want to dig into later? Uh, do you guys have dinner plans? I don't know what else uh, you want to do. Do you want to start fingering through the book? Do you want to look at it? Tell me what you'd like to do because this first page doesn't make any sense to you. Yeah, well, I can read with the spell. I can read a page per minute. So I think this might be something that we could should would be better handled later. So it says, guys, let's, uh, let's put a pin on this or bookmark. We'll, we'll come back to this. It's very interesting, but I'm, I'm going to need some time alone with this book. Yeah. I feel like it might help time. to speak to someone about what it is. Someone who was using it perhaps, or saw it being used. That would be amazing. Yes. Good, good plan. I think I can help in this matter. What? And uh, Vern will go over to the corpse by the altar. <gasps> oh, you know, and you cast know. speak with dead. <laughs> nice, speak. nice. That is that is not low level. Speak uh, with dead. Uh, so, yeah, I had. A, sorry, God. I, I well, I actually had a question that I never asked. Are these guys in heavy? old guys in heavy robes or are they like did you ever say if they're human even yeah so the one that was uh face down was hunchbacked man oh hunchbacked right hunchbacked right, right. man and then this one up here uh uh Vern spent more time looked at it really quickly and then uh went up to the book but it is uh same robe and it's a man an older man okay so these are the older guys that the uh dark creepers were talking about uh yes Two of them. As far as you know. Ah, okay. All right, now we're getting somewhere. Now we're getting somewhere. Walk me through uh, Speak with the Dead. Uh, does it answer questions? Does it babble? Does it get a will save? I will read you the text of the spell. Okay. You grant the, you grant the semblance of life to a corpse, allowing it to answer questions. You may ask one question per two caster levels. The corpse's so how many questions is, is that for you? Two. Okay. The corpse's knowledge is limited to what? What was the question that Joe asked when, that one time we got to speak with Dead Scroll? Let's not. Okay, <laughs> can we just? Yeah, what was it? That was. It was Does great. the scroll really work? Yes. yes. <laughs> are you really the head of the Quickie Mart? <laughs> uh, answers are brief, cryptic, or repetitive, especially if the creature would have opposed you in real life. Uh, the corpse's knowledge is limited to what it knew during life, including languages it spoke. Uh, if the dead creature's alignment was different from yours, the corpse gets a will save to resist the spell as if it were alive. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
If successful, the corpse can refuse to answer your questions or can attempt to deceive you using bluff. Hmm. Curious. Obviously, you can't speak to what happened after it was dead. Right. If it was subject to a speak with dead spell, spell in the past week, the new one, new spell fails. Okay. I didn't know oh, that. Wow. That's interesting. interesting. Uh, so you said you can ans- ask it two questions? Yes. All right. Um... All right, so I roll the will save, but I don't tell you if I succeed or not. Because if I I'll do succeed, you. you get to. He might just be lying. I'll tell you the DC then, so you know if you succeed. So you know if you succeeded or not. All right, tell me the DC. It's DC sixteen. It's only if his alignment is different than mine. It is. So I am. Which <laughs> I really hope it is. What are you? <laughs> uh, I'm I'm chaotic evil. No, I'm 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 true. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm chaotic evil. Chaotic evil. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, so you cast it. Involves some sort of uh, somatic. Vern uh, sits down, cross-legged in front of him. Cat raises awesome. his hands, casts the spell, and says, "Speak to us. Come back, the old lady of graves. Bring back the soul for just two more questions. Two. It's all we ask. And this, dabbles. this man twisted like a rag, his body like, you know, like a shriveled up accordion. His eyes just dart open. And he looks at you. My dear fellow. Not breathing, eyes open. What happened here? <laughs> Tried to bring it back. <laughs> and we succeeded. <laughs> but we did not know what we did. stares at you. Okay. I was just waiting to see if that was the end. Yeah. I didn't want to I didn't want to rush him. Then we made peanut <laughs> well, butter they and jelly sandwiches. <laughs> they say so, to a, the key to a good interrogation <laughs> is uh just staying silent and letting them keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> and question two Who are you? You, plural. He would understand from context that I meant... Oh, would he? (laughs) I am Bill. And then he slumps over and dies. (laughs) My social security number is... Wait, I always forget it. Is it too... Look in my wallet. It's in Wait, 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 wait. Text us half of it. They say... And then say the other half out loud. They say you're not supposed to keep a copy in your wallet. But I am evil and defy tradition. (laughs) We are the keepers of the oldest. And I was Marshan. Marshan Lynch? Can I roll can I roll a sense motive just to see if he's bluffing? <laughs> uh yeah, please. Uh twenty-two. You don't think so. 
thinky, straight up truth. And there was nothing uh, in then, what he said that seemed like it could be a lie. And then can I roll a knowledge check on the keepers of the oldest? Yeah. Um, you can do knowledge planes or knowledge arcana. Planes it is. Uh, 21. Ooh, nice. 21. Um, I also got a 21 arcana. If that matters, that was an easier DC or something. And um, we hear, we all hear the conversation, right? Right, right. Like it's not just like one on one in your minds or something. Okay. Um, the oldest. <clears throat> you haven't heard of the keepers of the oldest, but knowing what you know and knowing what you've seen so far, piecing it together with the knowledge check of trying to understand what that could be, you wonder if the oldest, if the Keepers of the Oldest is some sort of cult or sect devoted to these old gods, the gods in the cosmos, the gods in the dark tapestry. Not even just gods, but like just creatures beyond human comprehension. So he's saying that he... They were the keepers of the oldest. Hmm. They tried to bring it back and succeeded. Mm. Thank you, Marshan. You have been most agreeable as a conversational partner. Rest now. May Phrasma's grace be upon you. Eyes closed. Perhaps we should have asked why they brought it back. If there is some greater purpose beyond just their their obedience or their mm, mandate as members of this obvious cult, but perhaps, perhaps they had some purpose in doing this. Some greater purpose. Well, I've got good news for you. Tomorrow we can come back and I can cast it on the other guy. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. Let's all rest. <laughs> we rest immediately. We rest, we rest right here. Under the trees. <laughs> under, the, uh, under the welcoming boughs of these horrifying under t- underdark trees. Can we search the bodies? Yeah. Um... All right, so you search the bodies, uh, and that can include the body of the ghoul, or what's left of it is just a pile of ash. You find a ring sifting through there on the ghoul. As for the uh, two men, the hunchbacked man is wearing a filthy cloak and also has a ring. Uh, And Marshan... Is wearing uh, bracers of armor, <gasps> and you see a wand nearby his body uh, as well. And if you remember, just to jog your memory, you did sense a magical aura coming from the lake itself when you mm-hmm. detected magic. Oh, oh, I didn't forget. <laughs> uh, all right, let's. Uh, can we spellcraft the rings? Yeah, of protection plus one. Yeah, do a. A general spellcraft. This is another one of those checks I'm getting rid of. Natural 20, 27. Boom. Ring of protection plus two. Oh, oh nice. Oh. And a ring of swimming. 
Oh. oh. God damn it. I wonder which one Grant's going to win in the roll-off. <laughs> <laughs> and then the cloak and the armor. You can do a one check for both. Cloak and the armor. That is a 24. Uh, bracers of armor plus one. And uh, dirty old cloak of protection plus one. Mm. Ooh, fantastic. And um, uh, the wand, just fucking tell you, is a wand of chill touch with 15 charges. Okay. You were rolling cool. rocks on those spellcraft checks. Uh, okay. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Awesome. What else? Pretty good haul. Very good haul. Let's roll off on the uh, Ring of Protection plus two. Yeah. That thing is amazing. Very, very Could, nice. Uh, can, I get a, can I get a bit of luck again? Please. <laughs> no, sorry. I think I it's still myself. <laughs> uh, are you all trying to get the Ring of Protection Plus Two? Oh I hell am. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, who yeah. wouldn't want it? Hell's yeah. Can I roll two to the hell of it? Give it back to the ghoul. <laughs> Natural six. <sighs> Natural two for Johnny Halfling. Oh, Johnny mm. Halfling. Eleven. <laughs> Twin. Oh, I'm I'm leading so far with a fourteen. Here it comes. Brad, don't you do it! The crusher of dreams. <laughs> Ruffle rumble beard. Natural 20. Natural oh. 20. Taking a picture of it right now in the box with a middle <laughs> finger for you. It's amazing. Can you include a newspaper with a date on it, please? Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. I'm doing it right now. What website do you want me to go to, Matthew? The paper says, like, all of our, all of our North trials heat up. <laughs> <laughs> Name a website, Matthew. Uh, nytimes.com. Okay. It's a dye manufacturer that's no longer in existence. <laughs> uh, wow. Joe is, you murdered him. You murdered him in the face with that roll. <laughs> there's, still a, there's still a cloak of protection up for grabs. Zakari. Zakari. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to take that ring from you, brother, but um, this one doesn't matter to me anymore because it's only a plus one. Are you, uh, would you like it? He takes it and casts silence on Rafa. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Rafa. Uh, no, as, yeah, yeah. That, as that is amazing. As a hired man, you might be, you might, <laughs> you might want to review the terms of your contract. <laughs> which you stage. might want to thank your lucky stars. I saved your hide from being torn to shreds by that ghoul, Vern. <laughs> so why don't you get back to your male pattern baldness and your exorcism? <laughs> And then get back to Ruffo. <laughs> Ruffo. I would also encourage uh, you not, is, not to get possessed, because I will not come to your aid. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, all right. Who would like to throw out the ring of swimming? Uh, throw it in the lake, and you guys fight for it. Here, swim. Here you throw this out. Whoever finds it in the swamp. Uh, it's no, not even a swamp. It's like a pool of sludge. Uh, Vern will definitely roll on it. I, me that's too. A, that's, that's a lifesaver for characters that no, aren't no, straight No, 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 100%, 100%. It's just, yeah, I'm just not a swimmer. I, you know what? I'm not even going to roll on it because I, I just have armor on. Like, there's just no point. I'm not a strong swimmer. Five. Natural five. It's a nat five for Johnny Halfling two. Wow. <laughs> so let's roll again. Nice. See if I get a better number this time. Eleven. Crack <laughs> die. Twelve. Oh no! Come, Come on, on Shaylin. What did Grant get? <laughs> Throw us a bone, yeah. I'm not. I I don't care. I already have. 
I have a pl- I have a plus seven swim, so it would be just who cruel wants to, for me to try to. Who win. wants the cloak? Be gilding the lily. The cloak won't stack, right? The cloak has the same enhancement bonus as the ring, so it's the same thing. No cloaks. No cloaks go to saves. The ring is just for AC. Oh, oh, oh! I, I misheard. Well, no, it, it wasn't a cloak of resistance. It was a. What did you say it was, Troy? He said it was, was a cloak, cloak of, of protection. Wait. Oh, was a. You know what? Now you're making me question myself. Uh, it is a cloak of protection plus one. Uh oh. No. Yeah, that's what he that said. Does, what? I've never heard of that before. That's why yeah, I know. Neither I have. Uh, I did that thing where I wrote, I Googled cloak of protection and didn't write Pathfinder. Cloak of protection? Does, is that a thing? Yeah, I didn't even. Okay. You know what's so funny? It's not coming up. Is this like a typo? Typo in the adventure? I see cloak of wow. resistance. I see cloak of protection in uh, like a custom card for Pathfinder, and you get a plus one bonus to AC and saving throws with the uh, the card in the Pathfinder uh, game. But what um, the chat the Pathfinder um, card game? The chat is uh, saying it's a thing, and that it is a special item. Oh, look on huh. your uh, Hero Labs if you have all the stuff checked. I'm not getting anything on the old Googs. Uh, all right, well, whatever. Just for now, uh, Matthew or Skid, take it. All right, Skid, you, you guys roll on. Um, and then Vern cool. will remove his uh, armor, put on his ring, and go and isolate where that magical aura is coming from on, in the lake, and take a dip. Sweet with the with the ring on, uh, you know what? I think you can just like uh, make a cloak under like create a magic item and imbue mm-hmm. it with the protection. We'll make it work. Plus one to AC and saves is pretty sweet. That's cool. amazing. That's actually. great. Yeah, I want to make it work even if it is a typo because that's just yeah. fucking cool. Uh, okay. I don't think it is though. Uh, all right, so you go and you dive into this sludge, and at its deepest point, it seems to be five feet deep which for you you're underwater and you're like holding your breath against whatever this is this swampy sludgy water it's thick it's viscous trying to not let it go up your nose roll a perception check uh 19 19 you see and I used I used the tech magic to isolate where the aura was coming from you see a glow from a magical scimitar at the bottom of the sledge. I pick it up. Pick it up. And wow. Put in your teeth and swim to the surface. Praise Serenry. Uh, you praise it. It's a plus one scimitar. Wow. Yes. Anyone want it? I will gladly take it if no one else wants it. Uh, uh, not going to be all that useful to me. I'm assuming it's medium sized. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I think it's actually useless for me too. I, I think that it has to. Yeah. I don't even. I don't even know if I can wield it. Yeah, I can't wield it. I'll, um, I'll hold on to it. You know, I was just thinking because it's like uh, what should we call it? Uh, so Zakari shifted his focus to Asokar because of uh, his what happened to him. But I mean, he grew up Wait. as a natural sort of worshiper of Serenry. And uh, that like everybody in his region worships Serenry, and that's her holy weapon. So I'm sure he's like, I could do this, but mechanically, as a cleric, I can't unless I take uh, martial weapon proficiency as a feat, which I didn't. It would be like being born in Philadelphia with lactose intolerance. I just can't eat the cheese, man. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, so let's let's So a good magical give hall. Give it to Rafo. And you've got this uh this I book. actually can't use it either, sorry. But oh. I'll I'll carry it with my encumbrance for everyone. We'll sell it. Sell we, it. Should, yeah. we could sell yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. It's good cash. Um Good magical hall. I mean a ton of magical stuff, especially compared to the first two modules. Um and now you've got this book. Do you do you pick it up? Do you hold it? Do you take it with you and on your person? You're just like, we'll leave it here for now and decide before you leave. We take it and make Rafa carry it. Okay, yep, that's also I, that's also part of his contract. Carry heavy things. When um, you pick it up and close it, you see on the front of it, uh, the cover has a large crystal inset on it. Um, it's like inset into the cover of the book. And also, when you pick it up, the clasps kind of uh, go back on themselves, but they don't lock. But you do see that it, it did indeed could be locked uh, in this weird, like, arcane-esque lock. Um, and then you see the spine of the book. And Johnny can read the title. It says, The Narcotic Manuscripts. Hmm. P-N-A-K-O-T-I-C. Can I do a um, religion check Google or something that. on that? Uh, you can do Arcana. Arcana. Or someone no, can do Arcana. 12. Uh, I can give it a try. An Ar- Arcana check. That's uh, 18. No, you're going to no. need some help. Never heard of it. Oh, don't forget the bracers. Does anyone want the bracers of armor, Grant? I think it's Grant, right? Uh, bracers of armor plus one. Oh, that's sure. like monk gold. Do you wear any armor, Grant? Well, actually, if it's offset by armor, I do wear armor, so oh, it won't okay. work. I wear a plus one mithril chain shirt, so it's not just for looks. Thank you very much for protection. <laughs> um, that that really intricate book cover with the crystal on the front reminded me of a movie from the 80s, and in my head I heard, Turn around and look at what you see. It was like the never-ending story, but the oh, evil yeah. version of it, this book. <laughs> Um, all right, what do you guys want to do? The world is your oyster. Sakari uh, will point to the chamber to the south. Mm. This one here seems to end rather quickly uh, in a chamber. Let's see if there's anything of interest there before we move on. I also am looking for three more dead bodies, I believe. The Dark Creeper said there were five. Two lie here. Perhaps the other three escaped for a brief time but I'm sure we will find them dead as well. Uh, and he will push Rafo into the chamber. <laughs> hey, hey, hands off the merchandise. <laughs> uh, all right, so you push Rafo into this chamber to the southeast, um, and you see what looks like an abandoned camp. Uh, the cavern ha- has a campsite, or had a campsite for clearly five people um, because that's how many empty bedrolls are along the walls. There's a few shelves with scattered books on them, uh, a now cold fire pit, um, and there's even a crude wooden table uh, providing furnishings for this site. It looks like whoever was here left in a hurry. The books are like uh, some of the books are on the floor from the shelves. Some are tilted over and there's notes strewn about as well. Uh, can Rafa do a general perception check looking for anything unusual peeking out mm-hmm. 
not great. Uh, 15. 15. Um, yeah, you don't see anything jumping out at you. You don't uh, sense any uh, people in here, though, which is good. Light level? Uh, it's dark, but there's still like a glow coming in from outside that lights up like at least half of the chamber. Ruffle I'm, I'm sending torch. my dancing lights in too. Oh, so perfect! You send your dancing Ruffle lights in, and they mingle with that blue purple and cast like a, a light violet hue on the back of the room, and uh, you don't see anything besides more notes and scattered books. Can we read the notes? Yeah, well, uh, Zakari will go in and. Yeah, so you go and. Uh, Again, it's written in that same script as the Narcotic Manuscript, so you hand it over to really? Johnny. Um, and there's just so much stuff here, you know it would take hours to go through uh, to try and decipher what place these notes in order and the books. Um, it looks like uh, whatever was left behind, it's mostly about ancient and blasphemous religions. You do see some stuff on the Dark Tapestry. You see some stuff on the Great Old Ones. Um, you see notes on monsters from other dimensions. You see notes on magical portals. Um, but it would take you hours to really dig into uh, what's happening here. You might want to take that time. You might not. Johnny's just going to gather up all the notes and like shuffle them into the big book and uh, keep a close it tight and hold on to it for later when we have some time. Okay. Now, hold on here. I I must say, Johnny, while I've praised your instincts thus far, I believe that it is strongly ill-advised to proceed forward rashly when we have so much information at our fingertips, if it only takes us the time to research. Research, after all, leads to the knowledge you need to succeed in a horribly dangerous mission of this nature. I understand where you're coming from. I'm going to stop you right there. I could do that, (laughs) absolutely, but I would have to expend all the rest of my magic now. And if we run into anything else on the way out or anything else, you know, be a little tough. Could be a little tough, so... I don't know. There's a lot to go through here, and I, I don't know if there's anything specific. It's like, oh, watch out for that room. There's a guy in it. I mean, I didn't see anything like that, so I don't know. I could do it now. <laughs> you guys are ready. If you wanted to carry me around in a sack after I'm exhausted. No, certainly not. I understand, but Johnny I think if we work <laughs> our way. <laughs> Johnny Half. Johnny Half. Um, Zakari is going to suggest that they leave. They go all the way out and back to the town and spend an entire night just researching this stuff. Uh, because I think this is a huge find that could answer some question as, questions as to what happened here and arm them with the knowledge that they need, possibly, for what might be ahead. And I say that because Zakari is a doctor, dude. <laughs> like, he is very bookish and very... And by the way, Asokar is extremely devoted to mundane forms of healing, which takes years of reading and learning and memorizing and writing and passing on information. So he just finds this so valuable. Like, it's it's not good for the show, but, like, th- that's what he would suggest. But, you know, whatever. We move, He's not in charge here. We can move forward however you guys want. But he would be like, 
how can we turn down this opportunity to research? Let's take a whole day. The only thing that bugs me is maybe something, another house is destroyed while we're waiting overnight and a bunch of people killed. That's the only thing that is a hang-up. And it could be yeah. us. Then the I mean, house I feel we're like we need to, we need, we're not done. Like, we, we've been charged to come down here and check this out and find out what was going on. We still have more to do. Right, yeah. but I'm saying, I think we found, like, with this, we could find out what has been going on. You know what I mean? And what is happening. We might have that answer, at least for now. We don't have the cure by any stretch, but we have the research. The treatment. The treatment. The diagnosis. <laughs> like, like, but, like, if we don't move press forward, the, like, more, like, we just said it, like, more houses could be destroyed. Yeah. Right. That's a fair argument. So and we could come down here uh, uh, and like find the Book of Mormon, but it's not going to tell you the tomorrow's offensive game plan for the BYU Cougars. You know, I think we have to keep looking. <laughs> is that what Johnny mm-hmm. says? That's what Johnny says. <laughs> He's getting all these visions. <laughs> this is what's happening. You <laughs> may not understand the references, but the argument, yeah. the logic and sound. Yeah, <laughs> his tone of his voice conveys the soundness of the analogy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's 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 up to you guys. I vote that we don't continue on, but if you vote that we go, we go. That's fine. All right, so we got one to leave. Uh, Johnny is one to stay. Uh, Vern, stay, stay. Uh, I'll stay. I I'll say stay. We let him go. <laughs> uh, Rafa, I don't like stalemates, so we're gonna. Stay. Sorry. Zakari. Oh, that rhymed. <laughs> so Zakari is outvoted and you decide you're going to stay. So you've got this book. You've got all these notes that have been shoved into it. You do your perception check. Uh, Rafa did a perception check. Didn't see anything else really jump out in the uh, abandoned campsite. There are three uh, tunnels leading off of the main uh, grove here. Um with bars on them, with one of them looks like the bars have been ripped open. Is that what you're thinking? To explore yeah, those? that's what I'm thinking. All right, talk to me. Okay, well, if we are to push forward, then let's do it with all caution, keeping our options open. Vern, have you prepared all of your spells for the day? I have. Well, you know what? There is something I could do. No, I'll save it. I'm good. How about you? Yes, I... I'm fully prepared for, I hope, a range of... Uh, dangers. And, uh... Wh- okay, so he'll get behind Rafa. So this tunnel to the northeast. Alright, so you move past the, uh... bars that have been ripped open. Uh... And you start heading down that tunnel. <laughs> you see footprints all over the place uh, going in the direction that you're coming from. So someone Mm. came into this grove from the tunnels. Uh, You also see footprints going back and forth. You keep going in, you get about 100 feet or so in and the tunnel splits Mm. off to the left and right. What do you do? Uh, Perception. At the tunnel for smells, sounds, yep. mm-hmm. anything from either direction. Me too. 24. And I will do a survival. 
24. Um, uh, 31 for Johnny Halfling. Perception. And a 10 survival. <laughs> okay. Uh, you don't really see anything, Vern, uh, but Johnny and uh, Zakari listen, and it's nothingness. Sound-wise, smell-wise. Uh, you don't feel like there's anything around. Something will scuttle on the floor. You'll look. You don't really see anything. Maybe a Vern, what do your instincts tell you? Uh, my instincts say flip a coin. I like and it. flip a coin, we shall. Let's Shaylin decide. I like it. Good thinking. Yes. I don't Everybody have a coin. Of luck, as it were. Of I don't luck. have a coin, but I do have a random number generating device. Aha! Aha! <laughs> Evens to the right, odds to the left. All right, yeah. let's go. Evens to the right, odds to the left. To the right. To the right. right. We go. All right. You go to the right, and you travel uh, 200, 300 feet, and eventually you start seeing remnants of... Uh, perhaps past civilizations here there are doors mm. that are like look like they're part of buildings that are upside down so maybe like buildings like crumbled and turned as the ground shifted over the years you'll see what looks like uh, remnants of statues half peeking out of the wall that have been eroded over time uh, nothing magical uh, per se but like eventually the tunnels just start opening up into multiple different directions and they all seem to be going deeper and deeper uh, into the hill and you realize after traveling about an hour and a half in like you could you could get lost down here for months if not longer yes wow if we are not already here this could open to the darklands mm. a place we do not want to get lost in let us work our way back Vern you left the glowing orbs I'm sorry? You didn't leave glowing orbs every hundred feet? (laughs) Vern, you have one job, Vern. (laughs) I thought my job was to pick the direction. (laughs) Okay, two jobs. Uh, One week later, we're still looking. (laughs) I I know we passed this earlier. We're, we're trying to use a wand of chill touch to break through stone. Uh, a month later, Rafo's dead, and it's just the three of you walking around. All right, I know Rafo. I think Rafo died around here. Now it's a month and a half later. This is where he died. It's just very. That's where we ate I'm him. I'm so alone. Rafo's heart exploded about you know, right. I remember. I remember it's right there. Uh, and the final shot is just Vern laying on the ground, and the camera moves past him right around the corner and we see all of his orbs we're right there (laughs) (laughs) the real orbs so close close to getting the real orbs were the friendships we made along the way (laughs) that's right (laughs) (laughs) oh god Uh, alright so you make uh, your way back um what do you want to do? This Back to the fork, and then we'll go the other way. Okay, yep. you go into the other tunnel, and again, you're an hour and a half in, and you're seeing the same stuff. You work your way back. You have a good feeling that that other tunnel is going to be the same thing. So it's kind of a lost cause. Okay. So we'll come back to the uh, horrifying ritual chamber. And then there's the other hallway that isn't gated, right? To the west? Uh, to the west, yeah. And you walk in, and you're not 10 feet in before you're like, this is going to be the same thing. 
Okay. This okay. is going to be the same thing. These it's tunnels just go on forever. And you know this is what Carrion Hill is, but the sense you got from traveling now three hours in those top two tunnels is like, not only is this just winding through the hill, a little bit up, a little bit down, but Zakari's uh, intuition is correct. These tunnels will eventually lead to all different parts of the Darklands. If the Dark <gasps> Creepers came up from one of these, you never know when you're going to take a wrong turn and end up who knows where. A place and you cannot enslaved return. enslaved in some sort of drow camp. No. Drow city. Let us go to the gates and break them down. Ruffo, with your bare fists. I, I'm, I'm going to prime a part if that's okay with you, brother. I, I don't want to break these. Um, your money makers. I'll shake my money makers for you. So um, he'll strength try check. to just move them normally and see if that works, or is there a strength check? What do you want yeah, me to do? Yeah, do a strength check. The, those bars aren't going to move. Uh, that's a nine on the die, so it's a total of a 13. Yeah, it doesn't even move. If you take enough time and you all help him, you move it. it. You start exploring, same thing. All these Let tunnels. Let me try, Rafa. Oh. <laughs> all these tunnels are the same. <laughs> The same in that you don't know where they're going to lead. Okay. Wow. But you have spent now uh, over six hours exploring these tunnels. Have we gone to the, all the way to the south of this room? I'm just looking at the map now. Um, uh, when you first walked in that little alcove to the south, uh, no, you haven't. You go over there, and it just looks like a, a half-excavated chamber. Okay. Well, I think we've done our due diligence here, gentlemen, and we should just uh, head back up to the surface. I'm pretty creeped out anyway. Let's uh, well, do what the doctor says, check through the book. Vern, the Lake of Sludge, it did not go anywhere else. That's there was good nothing question. below the surface. There was only the wall behind and no tunnels through. Did I, when I was swimming through the sludge, did I get the feeling there would be that the lake would go underneath the wall up at the north end? No, no. It, it wherever the source of it is coming from underneath the altar, so you don't quite know where it is. It could be water that's trickling from the constant rain from outside uh, that has just turned to sludge by the time it gets down here, uh, or if it's coming from other some source you can't even see deeper below uh, even this chamber. Um, however, what's collecting in this room seems to just be localized to this room and not go anywhere else. Um, hold, hold on. We we could not have. Uh, Zakari's mind is going back to the first tunnel that we searched. Uh, the first tunnel that had split off hours and hours ago. You recall this? It ended, uh, you know, in miles of empty tunnel, but we saw footprints, did we not? Going and coming from something. Must have been somewhere. Where did they go? Where did they come from? Can we see if there's any end to those tracks or if there's any secret openings along the wall up there or anything like that that would indicate how people came and went? Yeah. Or are the footprints just ghoul footprints or something that, like, came up from... Not the, I don't know the ghouls are... Roll or survival. Vern, help me out here. Ooh. Uh, uh, 24 for Johnny. I will aid Vern and fail. I roll an 8. Oof. Okay, but jo- but Johnny rolled well. Johnny rolled well with twenty four. You do see the ghoul oh. footprints. Uh, it looks like the ghoul got in through the bars. Uh, that's where it came in, and 
You think it most likely discovered these bodies already dead, started chewing on them, uh, and then discovered the book and claimed it as his property, uh, as he told Fern. Get your hands off my property! Uh, but there are other footprints as well uh, coming into the room. The deeper you go in, you see that there's a, uh, a, a, there was a, more people involved, and there had looks like there was some battles uh, against mm. a, a number of creatures. Um, and uh, the, the long and short of it is that the closer you get to the grove, the less footprints. So you, the, if there's a general sense to get, it seems like there was a larger group that came from somewhere deeper in these tunnels. But only one made it to this grove. Huh. Only one ghoul. No, separate from the ghoul. There was one other person that made it to this grove. And we see two bodies. Two bodies, yeah. And the and the dark creeper said there were five of them. What is going on? Uh, can Zakari examine um, the altar? I mean, all around it. Mm-hmm. Well, sorry, go ahead, Grant. Have we done any? I'm sorry, I may have zoned out. So if, if we did this, I apologize. Uh, have we done any checks on the trees that Troy talked so long about? About how cool they were and how bizarre they were. Like any really specific things? Um, no, no, I didn't haven't. specifically look at the tree trunks or anything. You could roll a um, knowledge arcana because they do seem. Uh, oh, not knowledge arcana, knowledge nature. Don't have that. Do we I. got the nature. Johnny Halfling's got it. Uh, I do. Uh, that is. Ooh, natural. Wait. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, 15. 15. Uh,. Johnny looks up at the trees, and you know that they were grown uh, not by natural means, but via necromantic magic. Uh, and they are almost fossilized now. As you get closer cool. and really uh, look at them, their bark is almost like iron. Uh and their branches extending across the ceiling and, like, touching each other, like little fingers trying to clasp hands. Uh, up top, they're decorated with, like, hanging bones and other cult fetishes um, mm. that look like they were placed, placed there recently, perhaps as part of some ritual. Uh, so can I do a perception check on the altar just to see if there's any anything secret under the altar? Sure. Under this mound, this 10-foot mound or whatever. Uh, oh, my God. Oh! 12. I'll look too. 17. No, you don't see anything of note, um, but the altar looks like it has been here uh, for a long time. The altar yeah. is in a new construction. Um, I mean, the... We have nowhere to go, right? That we uh, like any open door. That we I think we should just. Right? I think we should get out of here. Go yeah, back up. Read through the, the notes. The the only thing worth doing, unless any of your cleric desire for knowledge and everything about you know these lost societies is is worth that to you, is I was thinking about looking at the columns in here and doing an engineering check to close this down to stop anything else from coming up. Um, but I don't know if we even have capabilities to do that. It's just a passing thought, really. Maybe we could have them send some crows down to guard the tunnels. Yeah. So we'd have some sort of early warning system when they die. Yeah, but it yeah. sounds like... Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it just sounds like whatever they're fighting, it's, soldiers are useless against it. I mean, this, this problem does not need strength of arms. It needs strength of books. Yes. 
Let us return to the surface and give them this knowledge and wait, truly, as sad as it is, for another attack, because that may give us the answers we need to make the full amount of money. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it all comes back to the Benjamins. Uh, all right, so armed with this book and with this, with these notes and what you've discovered talking to Marshan, one of the bodies, uh, and seeing another body there as well, dressed in similar robes, uh, you return to the streets above. As you emerge from the rubble of the cottage, you see, and you've been down here, Hours at this point because of your uh, venture into these tunnels to nowhere and everywhere. As you get back upstairs, you see that the situation in Carrion Hill has deteriorated even further. The rain must have continued the whole time you were underground, but now, uh, where before there were no people roaming about, you see people all over the place buzzing around in a panic you think immediately that they must know what's going on because the the mayor told you, like, we're keeping this on the low down. We don't want to scare the public, but it's been a long time now. Uh, word of mouth has got around and people are freaking out. The, the crows look overwhelmed. Uh, and you think if it's bad here in the slipper market, there's no reason to think that this isn't like this all over the city. You see people unloading everything from their homes onto wagons. They're just, like, bringing out boxes of clothes. They just want to get the hell out of carry. Hill. You see two people arguing with a carriage driver to get them out of town. Like, no, I, I have the carriage. No, I have the-. They're coming to blows, and the crows are trying to keep them apart. There's a stable up ahead, like the main stable of the slipper market, with a mob of people outside, like uh, waving money. They want to buy the last horses to get the hell out of town. It's getting ugly, uh, and the crows are doing their best to maintain order because this type of fever pitch could easily lead to rioting, looting. It could be real bad for this town. Uh, um, despite the hysteria, though, they do seem to have it under control, at least from the moment. There are people everywhere. What do you want to do? You want to head right to the Crown Manor? Yeah. All right, so you make your way through the throng uh, of rushing people uh, on the street, and yeah, what you saw in the slipper market is happening everywhere. People are panicking, trying to get out of Carrion Hill. Crows are calming them down. You get back to Crown Manor two crows outside see you and there's like this uh, look of frantic like uh, uh, oh, great great uh, come, come, come in uh, the, we'll, we'll, we'll call for the mayor uh, you get inside from the rain you're soaked at this point you've been walking 15 minutes you're soaked head to toe from the rain you get inside they run off the mayor comes out it's like oh thank the gods you've returned uh, what, 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 what do you have to uh, report we found a book. <laughs> we tell him everything. Yeah, we tell him everything. Ah. Well, um, have you have you been able to uh, to decipher uh, the, the book at all? Uh, uh, we can. No, I'm afraid it will take some hours and some magical abilities mm. of our friend Johnny here. You are uh, Mr. Mr. Johnny Halfling. Uh, you are Johnny a, Halfling. Uh, Johnny Halfling. Are you a, a master of of the arcane? Oh, I wouldn't say a master, but uh, Johnny Halfling knows his way around a magic spell or two. You know what Johnny Halfling's saying. 
All right. Well, if you if you need any aid in this endeavor, I will send uh, my advisor, uh, Margaret Shortstone, alone to uh, to help you. He is my uh, resident uh, wizard, and he will be able to assist you in any way if you're having trouble deciphering this. But this is. Um, this is good. Uh, I think once we uh, ascertain what's in here, we might be able to figure out what has happened, what is happening, and maybe what will happen. Since you've been gone, I, I have um, gained some more information myself. I can now confirm that the creature or creatures, uh, whatever force this is we're fighting, is indeed invisible. Uh, I'm sure by now you already know that. Um, I'll be frank with you. The the crows are going to have their hands uh, tied trying to maintain order out there, but they're good men and women, and I have uh, every confidence that they'll be able to keep the city uh, from falling apart. They know these people. They are these people. Um, but um, why don't we start with you figuring out what's going on, and then we can talk about um, uh, your payment and uh, if you would like to continue uh, this uh, investigation that could lead to... Um, dealing with this situation. I will send uh, Margaret uh, to your chambers. I, I have chambers here for you if you would like. Uh, you, as my guest, you can stay and uh, we can we can figure this out together. I won't be of any help, but I'm sure Margaret will. Great. Thank yes. you. Thank Excellent. you, sir. Lord Thank Mayor. You. Yes. Great. All right. Wonderful. Um, any motions to uh, Crow to bring you upstairs? And he brings you uh, upstairs into chambers that look like they've been there for 200 years uh, mm-hmm. at least. Awesome. Uh, old, old stone, uh, you know, hay beds that have been stuffed to make made look nice, but uh, simple, simple furnishings. Um <laughs> Pillows. They're rich. They're making their beds out of hay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they sleep on it. They sleep on it. Imagine. Can you imagine? Uh, yeah. Anyway, so now you got some time here. I mean, you have some time, but you know there's some awful invisible threat outside destroying the world from below. Um, so you want to dig in. Yeah. Yeah. I spend so, the rest of my first level spells... It's like a, another two hours worth of work that we can get through for the book and the notes. Okay, so do you have linguistics? Oh no, you have comprehend languages, so you don't need yeah. it. So let's talk about the, the, the notes for the first part, because the book is uh, its own thing. But you're looking at the notes uh, and it says that the five people who toiled here in that camp um, believed that the chamber to the north known as the Sunless Grove evidently was a site used by the old cults in ancient times to contact entities of the Dark Tapestry (laughs) and as you study these notes further you reveal that the group of five that were in that room known as the Keepers of the Oldest hoped that by opening this portal anew using rituals in the narcotic manuscripts they would be able to learn potent secrets of magic and more from those on the far side of the portal clearly something went wrong Mm -hmm. so now you dig into the narcotic manuscripts this seems to be the source of the dark ritual that they used to contact beings from the dark fucking tapestry. Aliens. Straight up aliens. Aliens. 
Alien. You open it. A crystal inset on the front. Symbols of, like, conjuration magic all over. And on the inside page, you see an inscription and signatures. It says, May we, the keepers of the oldest, prevail over the scourge, scourge of simplistic thought and lesser men. And then beneath that, there are five unique signatures. It's like keeper so-and-so, keeper so-and-so. So it's got to be the five keepers of the oldest. And they're all signed, obviously, in a different hand. One says Keeper Baskerwell. One says Keeper Crove. Keeper Hive. Keeper Marshan. And Keeper Meyer. Roll an Arcana check, Johnny. Uh, 15? No, you're looking at this and you're like, I really need help. There's a knock at the door eventually. Uh, an old wizened man is like, oh, Yes, uh, Mayor Hegre sent me to perhaps uh, aid you in your study of these uh, manuscripts. Um, uh, perhaps I could uh, help uh, take a look, as it were. Oh, the, the wizard. Oh, yes, please. This is great. Nobody beats the whiz. Please take a seat. Yes. Uh, Wonderful. Um, Because, Johnny, you're giving it a shot, and you just can't really dig in. So he's like, oh, yes, let me see. Uh, Yes, um, it appears uh, this is a book uh, focusing on magical portals, yes? Teleportation, uh, conjuration magic. I'm sure you've seen these symbols. Um, It appears that this one is a translation of a translation of the original Nakadic manuscripts. Um... Uh, but that isn't that strange at all, for uh, the original text had to have been written thousands or perhaps even millions of years ago by an unknown race on the other side of this tapestry. Who, who knows how it was created, but let's see here. It appears one of the pages is, uh, was dog-eared recently. Uh, can't quite tell, but... Um, it, it indicates the beginning of a relatively lengthy discussion on how to use special rituals to open portals in key locations, uh, not only all over Galarian, but all over the cosmos. <laughs> most, most interesting. And, and if you look here, um, it, there's a section here that is heavily annotated uh, by one person's handwriting uh, are any of you good at distinguishing uh, handwriting and yes, you're skilled in linguistics um, could you perhaps uh, just look and see if we could match this to one of the uh, signatures on the front let me have a look at that examines closely come on idiot <laughs> yes 23 linguistics oh yes you are quite good at this and you look at the spidery script uh, of the annotation and you match it to the signature of Keeper Crove on the inside cover. Ah. And you see that uh, the annotation he tells you is like, as you can see that the, the, the keepers of the oldest here were hoping to use the ritual described in the book to open a portal in the sunless grove to contact Spawn of the Dark Tapestry and further enhance their knowledge of forbidden magic and arcane secrets. 
But this is where things get interesting. If you look, there's a section here that cautions those who would attempt this ritual. And it appears that they knew this, but still uh, clearly continued on with their ritual. It warns uh, the, 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 the person who would conduct this, or people, that, that forcing open such portals draw forth the spiritual essence of the casters and that any entity contacted by the portal can make hideous use of this essence by consuming it growing growing more powerful in the bargain such that the only end of such uh, such that only the end of such essence can challenge the intruder's rights upon your world is what it says here so the the five keepers that were involved in this ritual they succeeded but whatever was drawn forth consumed their essence and until uh, the surviving uh, keepers are uh, perhaps uh, killed as well uh, if it kills it if it kills them it will grow more powerful than you could possibly imagine and it's already killed too but uh, Conversely, if uh, someone else were to kill the missing keepers, then the spiritual energy would be lost to the conjured creature. It could uh, weaken it or perhaps send it back to the other side of the tapestry. That, that much is unclear. What, has, what is clear is that the warning came true, and these keepers continued boldly in the face of knowing what could happen. Wow. Horrifying. Yes. And now Carrion Hill is subject to whatever it is they called forth. Oh, it does say one more thing here. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Curious. in there? That was so SNL. I didn't say that. I... <laughs> Live from New York, it's Sidecrest Sandsitch. <laughs> what, are we going to hunt down these dudes and kill them? we got to kill it's these weird. guys. Well, be really That's it. Before it does. Before it does. does. It's a chase against an invisible <laughs> monster to wow. kill a bunch of dudes from the Underdark. This is the plot. This is the plot of Predator 2. Pretty much exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. You got me. It's Predator 2. <laughs> the Glass Cannon Podcast Side Quest Side Sesh Series is a Glass Cannon Network production. Paizo Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are property of Paizo Inc. and are used with permission. The Glass Cannon Network is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Inc. <laughs>